You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's a show that happens weekly. Once a week. Week, weekly. We do need, we need a chorus of... Um, weekly. Yeah, we need that. We need the California raisins. We need three of the California raisins. Three of the best raisins. Uh, three of the medium raisins. <laughs> three like, of the most medium raisins. Well, I can't afford, I can't, we don't have enough Patreon money to afford the like three famous California we'll raisins. We'll get the Oregon raisins. Yeah, yeah, the Oregon, the Southern Oregon raisins. I don't even know what other state grows, you know, what other state grows raisins, Dave? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. There are states that can grow grapes, but they don't have the sunlight to make gra- raisins. So uh, they can make damn. synthetic Synthetic sunlight raisins. Synthetic, it's Colorado then, synthetics. Colorado, yeah. yeah. That's it. The Colorado raisins. Colorado raisins, no offense to Coloridians, but like the Colorado raisins are like, we can do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> we are better than that. The Lubega raisins. We are, yeah. No, the Lubega raisins are actually pretty good. Uh, <laughs> as far as raisins go, Lubega raisins are pretty damn good. <laughs> Pretty damn good. Bacons. Yeah, we don't want the L- nickelback of raisins. <laughs> the what? The, the ba- Lou Bagans. The Lou Bagans. Dogs don't know they're not Lou Bagans. <laughs> uh, two old guys play old games, and this week we are talking about, uh, I guess, a, a more requested and enthusiastic response to an episode, I feel like I've seen in a while. Yeah, kind of, sort of. I mean, there have been a few, yeah, I mean, there have been a few people who are like, Wanting that Duke Nukem episode, mm-hmm. Duke Nukem 3D, to be precise. So what I promise will be the most underwhelming episode on yeah. Duke Nukem 3D yeah. you've gonna ever be, heard. It's going to be, uh, let me go and get, on, get in front of this. Uh, if you love Duke Nukem 3D and you don't want to hear me talk bad about it, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> you might want to might, check in with us next week. Well, if you want to hear me talk Medium, okay, a, good, a good Colorado raisin <laughs> level about it. Yeah, because I'm not gonna shit all over it. I'm, I'm not. not I'm not gonna suck its dick, but I'm not no, gonna shit all Lord, over no. it. No, Lord, no. I'm not, and I'm not gonna shit all all over it either. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to that. We'll get to but, that. But first, but I will say, <laughs> <laughs> I want to go on the record right at the beginning of this episode and say, um, trigger warning. Fuck that. No, if you're a Duke Nukem <laughs> fan, you hate trigger warnings. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck that. You hate Obama and trigger warnings. <laughs> I think that um, I think that this game. If you loved this game, I think you need to replay it. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. That's get, it. Get the MAGA hat mod. I'm out. The what? Duke wears a MAGA hat. Oh, I don't. I'm not familiar Make with America that Make America great again. Oh, oh, yeah. I never. Every time anyone says MAGA, I think of Naga, the monster. MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. So. Um, I mean, because I, MAGA just doesn't like register for me as like a thing. So. But first, I'm your bearded host, Tyler, and I am not very good with the GPS. You're not. No, so I want to issue a public apology to Lord Micah Perdue, (laughs) because I had every intention, and I put forth the effort 
to attend his wedding, mm-hmm. and I completely fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was bad because I got a message from you asking if we wanted to ride up together, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw it like an hour later. And I was like, no, I think I'm good. And then you said something about, well, we left already because we were in a panic to get to Nashville. Yeah. Because Melissa was like, they haven't left yet? And I was like, maybe they're just going to the reception. Nashville? (laughs) (laughs) Because like, because that... Why did you think it was in Nashville? I guess because his um, bachelor party and everything was out there. I don't know. For some reason, it made sense to me that Uh they would have, you know, a wedding in Nashville. Okay. Or or outside of Nashville. Okay. Well, it definitely was outside of Nashville. Because the... (laughs) Because I figured, like, you could have said, like, I've never heard of Crofton before. No. Because so, that's how I responded. I was yeah. like, "It's in Crofton." So you said you and I, I've had that save the date on my fridge for so long. We we went, we looked at houses, and then we came back, and I saw. I was like, "Oh, let me go ahead and put this in." And I pulled up my GPS, just read the address, Pleasant View, whatever, and I put that in. It immediately routes me to a town twenty minutes outside of Nashville. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Because normally it always takes you to the closest one. It didn't give me like an option of lists yeah. or like ones I could choose. You need to get off MapQuest, dog. It just took me. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to I'm upgrade. I printed them out and I'm fucking left. It's time to upgrade. No, man. and I was like, oh shit, this is like two hours and 20 minutes away and we're, we will barely get there if we leave right now. So we jumped in the car and fucking took off. Um, and I was texting Sean Muldowney the whole time I was there. I was like, I'm going to be late, but you know, I just want to let somebody know that, you know, I'm going to get there. So I got to the address. Right at five o'clock, and it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and like, yeah. or I thought maybe you drive down some of these paths to a barn, yeah, you know, something like that. Maybe and, you pay, pay this old guy milking a cow, yeah, five dollars. <laughs> he lets you in. Give you, yeah, he, could, give him a gold doubloon, and he sh- across he, the stream. He gives you raw milk that you have to trade. <laughs> To the old woman sweeping her porch across the river. <laughs> Gives you a honeycomb. Use the honeycomb to go over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a, it's a too long question. Eventually I would have gotten a shovel. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> or an axe to chop down the log that like was blocking your path. Uh, but then it's like, okay, we'll pull this back up. And Melissa pulls that up to, to put in the address again or see if there's a number she can call. And that's when she sees Crofton, Kentucky. Yeah. And she immediately starts laughing. Like, what? She's like, she puts in the address correctly this time. Like an hour and 45 minutes back to the yeah. way we came in. Yeah. It was only 30 minutes from my house. Oh, yeah. It was so, 30 minutes from your house? Mm-hmm. Good Lord. No, that's not right. That's not right. No, See, I'm still not right. That, that is still not right. Know. I was trying to like, I was like, well, you do live actually farther away from yeah. it than <laughs> I do, kind of, sort of. It took me about an hour and a half to get yeah. there. So if you're 30 minutes away, so we were at like it was a the wrong address again, <laughs> and then had to go an hour and a half back. Yeah. And I asked Sean, "It's like when are you leaving?" He's like, "Right for the, you know, like about eight. So I was like, "Okay, I will. By the time I make it back, I will have missed everything." <laughs> Everyone cleared out about eight thirty, nine so, o'clock. That go around sometime around then. So, yeah. yeah. So I was like, "You want to stay the night in Nashville?" Then she's like, "Yep." So that's what we did. Cool. I, I made it. GPS We tried. I spent all the resources to go to your no. wedding and just didn't get to. So no. my apologies. Well, I, I mean, I seriously get off get off MapQuest, get like a solid <laughs> like Google Maps, or I don't know, I don't know what's built into the. You got a Samsung, right? 
What's built into that? Map quest? Google Maps. Google Maps? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I should use Waze. All right. I don't know. Yeah, Waze? I'm not familiar mm. with that. Is it's, that a rapper? It's the, yeah. Waze. <laughs> he just it does you, sound he like... He just tells you where to go. That is a rapper, isn't it? <laughs> W-A-Z-E? I think it is. Probably. I don't know. Then we had everything, Waze rap snacks. Everything's a rapper. <laughs> um, I don't know. Or it might be like some kind of music device or something. <laughs> I don't know. Or maps, like you said. But yeah, that's what I've heard is like... If you don't know where you're going, it's good. It'll tell you where like speed traps are and stuff well, like nice. that. But I've, I mean, it, it gets mixed. I hear that it takes you way out of the way in some circumstances. So, does anyone uh, use radar detectors anymore? Remember when that was like really mm-hmm. big? I felt like it was really big when I was a kid. I remember or, Brennan had one. Oh yeah, I mm-hmm. forgot about that. But that was a while back. That was a long time ago. So I don't know. Do they just not work anymore, or are they illegal? They're probably illegal. They might be illegal. I remember getting pulled over, uh, my dad getting pulled over when we were making trips as a kid. Because some states they were legal and some states they were illegal. We always got pulled over in the illegal states. Mm, yep. So, not the illegal states. The states were legal, <laughs> yeah. but the states in which the, the radar states, detectors. Puerto Rico. <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Guam. Right. <laughs> uh, the wedding was nice. Um, it, was, it was really cool because, like, Kyle and Ryan of Experience Grind, they were there. and Yeah, yeah I would have liked to have seen them and Sean. But. Sean from Nerdy Thursday was there. Uh, <laughs> uh, our pinball Archmage, Chris Edler, and Heather of a podcast soon to be named uh, were there. So that was a joke. It was a dry joke. But I don't know. Maybe it's not a joke. Maybe they are going to start their own show. That's a pretty good podcast name. So, <laughs> yeah. the, the well, I can't even remember what it was. What was it? The soon, a, po- a podcast soon to be named. A podcast soon to be That's probably taken. <laughs> so, yeah, it was fun. Uh, Nikki and I went. Henry got to play with like a bunch of kids, which was cool. Um, he was talking about cake all day, and it was one of those things where it's like, well, you know what? There's going to be cake at this wedding, and it was just cake obsession. Uh, my <laughs> exalted Lord Micah Purdue had a cool like uh, groom's cake. That's what they call them, mm-hmm. right? He had a cool groom's cake that was uh, shaped like an NES controller, mm-hmm. and that was cool. Okay. Um, and then they had a nice big pink cake. And um, Henry got a slice of both. And he was up until, like, midnight. (laughs) (laughs) We thought, we were like, well, he'll probably fall asleep on the way home. He did not. But he was good. He was a good boy. Good boy. Yeah, good boy. Yeah. So, um, I'm sorry you got lost. Yeah. But, I mean, you got to stay in Nashville. Well, it's not a good time in Nashville. So, that sounds fun. Yeah. That's all I got. Just an apology and a story. (laughs) Uh, My name is Dave, and that's all I got, too, is that I went to a wedding. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> good weeks. Good weeks. I didn't dance at all. Uh, not a lot of dancers at Exalted Lord Micah mm. Purdue's uh, reception. So I think, I don't know if like that he like curated his friends and family that way, where it's like, I don't want to be part of it. I don't want to be with a dancing crowd. So <laughs> Invite only the non-dancers. Yeah, really, yeah. Uh, I, he meticulously went through the guest list and was like, I don't know. I saw this guy do the Cabbage Patch Lunch when I was in middle school, so you get out. So, I mean, I would have danced, so he probably sent me an invitation that had Crofton, Tennessee on it. Probably. Knowing that I would get lost. Yes. Had that one made special for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that way I was still invited, mm-hmm. but I wasn't going to come. Mm-mm. Yeah. I see what you, this. All right. I take my apology back, Micah. This is all your fault. It's his fault. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 100% his fault. If you, um, <laughs> for, for future wedding invitations, please send, make sure to send us both uh, invitations with the wrong address mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
Is that all we got? Is that all we got? Yeah, man. I mean, I can make shit up if you want. Nah, that's okay. Uh, I'm like the senior designer at work now, so that's kind of not great. Are you making that up? You just said I could make shit up. I'm the senior designer at work. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I <laughs> am. I don't know. I've also been drawing shitty tattoos on myself with um, a permanent marker. Don't nice. worry. Permanent Good. marker. Um, they don't last long, which is not very... They are not very permanent. I've been very <laughs> bummed out um, because... Think about getting a tattoo then? Hmm. Think about getting a tattoo? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I want to get like um, probably something that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. I think is probably the route that I need to go. Okay. Because I obsess about it, and I've learned recently from my boss at work that it's like he's got a bunch of shitty tattoos, and like I'm not. That's not me saying that. That's him. That's like him <laughs> saying it. He's got a bunch of shitty tattoos. He was like a punk rocker, and like uh, he had a whole bunch of friends who were either amateur tattoo artists or working their way to professional mm. tattoo artists. So he's got a whole bunch of <laughs> tattoos where it's like, he's he's like, they're shitty tattoos, but they mean a lot to me because like I remember where I was and like who did it and like there's a story behind it. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And Nikki's kind of the same way because she's got, um, she has a couple tattoos and it's like, those are like, she like when I told her that, when I told her what my boss said, she's like, yeah, that like totally makes sense. So it's like, oh, that's cool. So it doesn't have to be like, you know, something that it can be bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are you're allowed for these to be bad. That's well, that's kind of fun. See, because Melissa and I were talking because she, you know, has my name. And then I have uh, our wedding ring tattooed on. So I feel like. She stole your name. <laughs> I was confused <laughs> by that. It. Her tattoo is your name. Yes. So like I have a tattoo that, you know, is symbolic of us. Mm-hmm. And she has a tattoo that's more symbolic of her love for me. Yeah. I just want so a cheetah like, or something. I need to get something that's symbolic of my love for her. And she should get something else that's symbolic of us. So we're talking about what, what to do. I see. I think you should just get a, a hamburger or something. I think <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, that's probably what I'm going to do, like a hamburger on my forearm or something. Okay. <laughs> or like a cheese, probably a cheeseburger, because I do like cheese on there. Maybe yeah, some yeah. pickles and onions, because I, I also like that on there, too. To give it, so whenever somebody at a fast food restaurant asks you how you like your burger, you just, just show, show it to them. Actually, that would be really cool. Make it look like this. Yeah, right. Yeah, if you could make it look like this. Also, <laughs> right underneath it, it's like a Charlotte's Web kind of thing. It says, well done. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, that's not uh, that wouldn't work out because medium I, rare. I do like a medium rare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, medium rare is what my uh, tramp stamp says. <laughs> As in, uh, rarely do I let medium sized penises anywhere below this tramp stamp. Rarely, occasionally. Rarely do I let medium penises. Or it's like um, when you fill out a questionnaire and it's like um, seldom, never. Frequently, that's out of order. What is it? Always, frequently, sometimes, seldom, never. Yep. And you just, I can just fill it out however I'm feeling that day. They're not bubbled. The bubble isn't filled in. I just get to fill oh, it in. You just get a permanent marker. You can put a little X on there. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go to a concert tonight and I'm feeling, I'm feeling seldom. We <laughs> <laughs> get the, get the, like a, the mood. Like this, all the emoticons for moods on on your forearm, and then that way 
people know whether they should approach you or not. You just, just circle cover which one up. you're feeling. Yeah. So you circle the red one if you're mad. And yeah. Just, like people walk in, you just show. Up. R- right. Which will be really helpful because I do not have expressions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not at all. So I mean, it, that would actually be really good. Not since you lost your eyebrows in that accident. No, God. It's very, Everyone, it's very hard to tell. My eyebrows are actually like Venom symbiote. So <laughs> it is true. I don't have my natural eyebrows. But when I did go to space to fight a war with other Daves, uh, I did come back with symbiotic <laughs> eyebrows. Uh, which one day will probably yeah. turn on me and then... War on Infinite Daves. War good. on Infinite Daves, <laughs> yeah, is actually the name of the game that I'm going to make. <laughs> Where I'm going to take all, it's going to be like an extended Kids in the Hall bit, you know, all the Daves I know, uh-huh. but it's going to be like famous Daves and they're all going to be in this game. Oh, perfect. And we're all, we're all fighting each other on a gigantic Thanos, no, uh, Galactus sized uh, David Allen Greer. <laughs> Okay, so if we have, so it can be a David, not just like people who go as Dave, Dave or David, Well, free game. Yeah, I think a lot of yeah, I think it's free game. You could be David or Dave's. That's probably what the war is all about. Oh, okay. Um, Are you Dave's or David? Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like I'd be like a turncoat because, like, actually, good lord, I'd be like a double agent because I go by David depending on professional the professional environment. Mm. But it's not actually. I don't know if I've told this story. So before. then you'd have to come to me, who I would use my magic to split you into the two Daves, professional Dave and fun Dave. Yeah. So professional David and fun Dave. I'm sorry to break it to you, but that is alcohol's job, not yours. <laughs> that's that's my magic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's why I encourage you to drink. So you're the most fun drunk. Yeah, I am pretty fun drunk. So yeah, you and Melissa are my favorite drunks ever. Yeah, I yeah. When I'm drunk, I, I do mark seldom. <laughs> Seldom. <laughs> so you, Dave Foley, David Allen Greer. David Cross. David Cross. Yeah. Uh, Dave from Wendy's. This is going to be the next. Yeah, Dave Thomas. Come on, you can't just Dave, Dave from Thomas. Wendy's it. Dave from Wendy's. And also Dave Thomas from David Whose Tell. Line Is It Anyway? They're both Dave Thomas. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think they're both Dave Thomases. Yeah, Dave Attell. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Uh, David Allen Greer, already been there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there are a bunch of... There's David a, the Gnome. David the Gnome, yeah, for sure. Man, it's going to suck fighting him. Uh, but he doesn't get swift. King David from the Bible. King David, mm-hmm. yep. Um, is King David David from David and Goliath? Yep. Okay, all right. Do you get the... He has two forms. Yeah, there you Cause go. Because he's known, like, he's you know... He's got King. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He also, there are also two Daves there. Right, yeah. Um, and that's all the Daves in the world. Yeah, that's it. We just named all of that's them. It. Every single one of them. Uh-huh. Uh, well, except for David Schwimmer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he's a secret. He's a hidden character. You have to unlock him. <laughs> Actually, David the gnome, because he doesn't have Swift the fox, uh, he rides in he on rides David, David Schwimmer. Schwimmer. <laughs> yeah, he does. He rides on David Schwimmer. Um, it's not a good look, but hey, I like to see David Schwimmer get work. So let's see. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to Google Famous Dave's. There's also a restaurant called Famous Dave's. So I guess that's also Right, where- the restaurant's there, too. <laughs> the, the Famous Dave's is actually the headquarter of the Dave's. Uh, David Bowie is there. Is he? Mm-hmm. Is he? Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. The ghost of. He's ghost like a Jedi of. ghost. Sorry. I like I like David Bowie, but uh, since he's going to be on the David side, um, I need him to be a Jedi ghost. Okay. I'm cool with that. Well, so is Dave Thomas then as well? Well, now you're just cheating. <laughs> now you're just, you're looking up Daves. It's not. Oh, yeah. I have not, to. I have to see. Who did we forget? <laughs> no one. We got all the Daves. Uh, and obviously, uh, King David, of course, number one. We already mentioned it. Oh, according to who? 
BiblesRUs.com. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, David. King David. And David Taylor. I don't know who David Taylor is. Me neither. Uh, David Robinson. Who's Robinson, that? I don't know Admiral, who that is. Played for the Spurs, part of the Dream Team. Who are well, who put this? Google. They're giving you bad maps. Google. They're giving us bad lists of Davids. Because I want to put boycott Google. Ha- hashtag famous, boycott Google. Famous David. Famous David. Famous David's is a restaurant. Actually, it's a lot more formal than Famous Dave's. Oh shit! Um, David Letterman. David Hyde Pierce. David David Hyde Pierce. <laughs> You're right, David. David Crane. David Letterman, David Niven, David Cassidy. I don't don't know, don't know. David Berkowitz. I do know son David of, Berkowitz of Sam. because of the dog that told me about him. <laughs> David Copperfield. David Copperfield, yeah. Mm. Is he real? No. <laughs> so he's not on it, not real. <laughs> David Beckham. Are we letting fake Daves in? And so far, they've all been real. So I think, we just, David the I think they have to be real. <sighs> yeah, David we the Gnome is real. It's an obvious one. Super um, obvious one. Cut it out. Oh, Dave Coulier. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Oh, one of our favorite authors. Um, Dave, uh, Michael Crichton, David. <laughs> Me talk pretty one day. Oh, uh, David Sedaris. David Sedaris. Sedaris. Um, what about Larry David? Does he count? Yes. Okay. Larry David counts. Larry David counts. He's there, but he has to. Stay. He has to stand back. He has to <laughs> stay. He yeah, right. He fight yeah. He fights <laughs> blindfolded. Also, um, also. I'm only a part David. <laughs> he can't, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. He's like a half orc. <laughs> In the orc goblin war, he's a half orc. David Duchovny. Yeah, David Duchovny. Okay. Yeah. Um, can't leave out uh, David Dukakis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Petraeus. I don't know who that is. That sounds like a Harry Potter character. He was a uh, general <laughs> in the Iraq War. Oh well, that ex- I don't. I don't keep up with my my wars. See more. I feel like we're getting down to the bottom of the dar- bottom of the barrel. Dave. I'm not on there yet. What the fuck? Oh uh, yeah, David Tennant. Oh, David, David Tennant. Tennant. Yeah. You yeah. ever think he goes by Dave? Probably not. He uh, does not strike me as a uh, dude who uh, would go uh, as a Dave. Yeah. I mean, uh, I like him a lot, but David Lee Roth. Yeah, uh, but he definitely would go by Dave. Yeah, because that's the whole Dave TV stuff. Well, Dave Barry, who is Dave Barry? He's a writer. I know Chuck Barry. They're brothers. Yep. Good, 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 good. David Hasselhoff. Oh yeah, the Hoff. Mm-hmm. David Blaine, another magician. Copperfield and Blaine, both David. You know, we do have um, we do have the corner on magicians, <laughs> on the art of illusion. Finally, David Larry David mentioned in this group of Davids. <laughs> I love that he's. You know what's great? I never really thought about this before. My dad's name is David, and his brother's name was Larry. So between the two of them, they were, they were Larry David. Damn. Mm. David Spade. Oh, yeah, David Spade. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, any other Davids? I don't know, but, but I do feel like we're running out of gas. We are a little bit. <laughs> we are a little bit. You got some coal to put in the furnace to keep us going, or are we uh, done? David Frost? Dave, who is David Frost? Is he the... Frost versus Nixon. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, this has quickly turned into me asking you who people are. <laughs> I don't feel like it's fair. David Carradine. Yeah, yeah. He could choke everybody to death. He's also a, he's also a Jedi ghost. <laughs> but if he's choking people to death, he's a Sith. David Arquette. Ah, Arquette. David Arquette. Um. All right, that's it. Yeah, this that's joke it. is this joke that's is it. so three it minutes was ago. Interesting though to see all the Davids. I do like. The, yeah, I know. We got to check in. Davids. Got to check in with the Davids every now and then. You have to. <laughs> it's a requirement. <laughs> Um, there, I, I, I take it back. I'm not allowed to tell you about that. Sorry. I'm not David. Never mind. Sorry. 
Or you, or you can say it only in the frequency that only David's can understand. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. So the only other person that listened to this podcast can understand you is sure. Cousin David. We don't, yeah. Well, cousin, <laughs> most, yeah uh, most famous David to me because yeah. he pays me directly, uh-huh. and that's nice. Uh-huh. He is my employer. <laughs> yeah. And we don't speak on a, we can't speak on a different frequency. That's How anxious was he that we were going to forget him this whole time of naming all these Davids? Oh, (laughs) God. Now we got to think about all the Davids in the nation. It's just me. Just me and and my cousin David, I think. Do we have any? Daves, Davids, rise up. Let your voice be heard. Yeah. We have a really cool battle cry. I wish I could share it with you. I wish you could too, but I don't want to go to battle. Yeah. I don't want to battle you. Well, that's nice. That's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah if, no, no one wants to battle. It's it's no one wants to battle the Daves. You, you've got that one level barbarian. I've seen it. I I have more than one. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I have more than one level of barbarian. Although, um, can you in D and D ever? I guess with DM's permission. With with DM's permission, I've actually turned in some of my levels of barbarian for mm. uh, levels in um, regular guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's not like a great, it's not like a glamorous class or anything, but um, it is more emotionally sound. <laughs> so that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good. This is a good weird tangent. I mean, you want to talk about? <laughs> I mean, we could do a whole episode. Just, ta- let's just call this one, David. Want to talk about my anger Sorry. issues? <laughs> then we can. I, I mean, feel those have been. You're a much calmer person. Than I feel like you used to be. I know. They've, and those those stories have pretty much been peppered throughout our five and a half years of recording. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's how I feel about um, Frasier as well. It was mentioned on Tadpog Nation earlier that we should do a Patreon episode on Frasier. And it's like, that all sounds right. like a great idea. However, all we're going to do is go back and pull everything we've mentioned about well, Frasier. do a super cut. And just, yeah, and just put it all together. Because it's like, you've already got it. You just don't realize it. <laughs> it's just been like three minutes here. Two minutes there. What am I kidding? 40 minutes here. So I feel like we've already done it. But I don't know. If it's what that one person wants, I feel like we need to deliver it to everybody. I agree. (laughs) I agree. I wish I could remember uh, who requested it, but I can't. I'm sorry. Not a David, so it's fine. Not a David. Hey, do you hear that? No, I don't. What is it? Is this how improv goes? It goes? Yep. Is this how it goes? (laughs) No, I have a gun. (laughs) Right. Thank you, Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Thank you. I don't hear that. What is it, Tyler? I'm looking forward to my next uh, in-service meeting at work because it's about fire safety. Because you are bringing a gun? Because I'm bringing is a that... gun. It's about fire safety, so I'm going to show the fire drill from the office to to everyone. Where... That's an early episode, yeah. is it not? Yeah. Because that's, like, um, that's like season one, isn't it? I don't think it's season one. Is it season two? It might be it's season two. It's real early. Mm-hmm. Two Dude, or three. Is it? No, there's no you way it's, it's three. three? The f- you're talking about the fire episode, right? No, the the fire drill where Dwight like jams all the doors and uses the torches on the door handles and then oh yeah lights a fire and everybody freaks out. Stanley has a heart attack. Uh, maybe that maybe that is season three. I was thinking you were meaning, meaning the episode where Ryan uh, Ryan creates a fire. started the fire. Ryan, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Which I do think is the end of season one, but I'm not sure because be. I think he was still temp. <laughs> <laughs> Who started the temp? Because he yeah, because I think it is season one because he says that he does not want to be. The guy for anything, and like that's the episode where he becomes the guy who's the guy the fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's all the Davids in this room going along with the Emperor. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, that is. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay, which of course ushers in a segment uh, that we like to call uh, Dave reads from 
Wikipedia. It's a website. Have you heard of it? Got a lot of information on mm-hmm. there. Some of it's not accurate. <laughs> I'm not a source you can use in a paper. Yeah. Can can students now use it in papers? I don't think so. Really? All right. I get it. I mean, I, I mean, do. I haven't written a paper in a while. I, I need to. I refuse to. You I need, need to log to? on to my, my master's. It's just it's self-paced oh. and... I haven't checked in on that in a while, and I need you. <laughs> yeah, do you anything that's self-paced. I've got three years. <laughs> well, you have to do it in three years? Mm-hmm. Oh, that part does suck. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, my boss's boss did it in 45 days. So. No, I was hoping you were going to say minutes. When you said <laughs> like, 45, I was like, please, done. Lord, let that the next word be minutes. <laughs> uh, oh, we, need to, we need to write your essay on why we should give you a degree in 45 minutes. <laughs> well... Because I'm here. You have my money. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we had an arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, Duke Nukem 3D is a first-person shooter. Uh, not a first-person shooter. A first-person shooter. A video game developed by 3D Realms uh, and published by GT Interactive Software. It is a sequel to the platformers Duke Nukem and Duke Nukem 2, uh, which were, it says published by 3D Realms, but I think at the time they were Apogee Software. Uh, see, this is why they don't let you use Wikipedia for papers. Mm, yep, yep, Because uh, yep. random dudes like me, actually, I don't know if I was right. I'm talking like I'm super right. I might be wrong. Um, but anyway, uh, that's it. there you go all right i mean there's more but it's like i feel like it's stuff that we're gonna get into yep and i don't like to undercut our um comedic facts with With, with real facts with true facts (laughs) maybe we could be wikipedia our our stew of alternate facts yeah yeah all right yeah but this um because what this came out in 1996 it did so i was like 12 so I i met melissa the same year then it was came out. I'm sure you guys talked about it a lot. Oh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. You were like, Hail to the king, baby. <laughs> she, right? she, she was like, Fuck you. I'm like, You're going to marry me in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I, it would be cool if you from the future stumbled in on your first interactions. Like, okay, so real, like, true facts. Like, if you could use, if you could time travel once, it would probably, probably be to do that, right? Yeah. That's it. I mean, otherwise, you clearly. And then they'd be like, don't tell her you masturbate to her for like another 20 years. Then tell her. Then she'll think it's sweet. If you tell her right now, she's not going to think it's sweet. Wait, she'll <laughs> think it's sweet in 20 years? Oh, yeah. I've told her now, like, oh, yeah, I used to jerk off you like all the time. She's like, oh, Aww. jerk off to you. I yeah, thought you were yeah, just yeah. talking about like, I love the interact. I love your first interaction being like, I masturbate a lot. Hi, I'm Tyler. Because <laughs> I remember Melissa was also very confused. I think about you a lot when I'm home alone. <laughs> when my wiener gets hard. But I'm, so I'm glad we can finally get the opportunity to meet. <laughs> uh, I feel like I owe you a lot of money. <laughs> also a great thing to say. You want, you want an extra orange juice with your lunch? I feel like I owe you this. <laughs> Come sit next to me. Here's some rolls. <laughs> Or you guys had orange juice? That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's that, fancy. That, that you could either get a bag of white milk, a yeah. bag of chocolate milk, or one small orange juice. Wow, man, y'all had orange juice. That's wild. Yeah. We only had we only had the white milk and chocolate milk. But I mean, to beat a substantial amount of orange juice, you had to buy like two or three because they were very small cartons. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So Ma- you, could, you could have the rich kids because they'd have like three orange juices on their wow. trays. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was look. I didn't even have the option. We yeah. we did get Chick fil A sandwiches on Fridays that we could buy. That's 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 pretty impressive. That was neat. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 
I think it was the school being like, everybody's leaving at lunch and they're not supposed to. <laughs> uh, there hasn't been like a school shooting yet, so we have no way of enforcing children being on the campus. People don't really care yet, so yeah. chicken. But I do feel like once those school shootings ramped up, they were like, now we have an excuse to keep them here to eat our yep, shitty food. Now, now, now it's a prison. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Check in, check out. You got your See, badge? We have this stoplight in here when it's red, no talking in the cafeteria. Everybody <laughs> shut the fuck up. Right. Also, uh, to survive this experience, you're all going to have to group together, preferably, preferably by race. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time, like, Melissa was hanging out with all of us, and she was very surprised about, like, the amount of open talk there was about masturbation. Oh, it's like school and stuff? I was like, yeah, like, everybody does it. She's like, I don't know. I was like, oh, yeah, everybody does it. But you guys seem, like, proud of it. I was like, I don't think we're proud of it, but, like, it's just a thing. It's just a thing everybody did, and we made it into a joke. She's like, mm, see, people, I used to saying it, like, no one, no one ever talked about it. Like, it was like, it was a shameful thing. It's like, yeah. if you're not fucking a girl and you're having to jerk off, you're a loser. And I was like, okay. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so what? <laughs> I guess we don't fuck enough girls, so we're all just like, you jerk it? Yeah. All right, cool. All right, sweet. We're, we're, we're friends now. Want to play Magic the Gathering? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do. You want to line up single files so none of us can see each other's dicks and jerk off? Of course right. I do. Would you like to create a universe out of Lego characters? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you want to draw would... a book of swords? Mm -hmm. You betcha. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to spend uh, a whole summer trying to unlock Kefka <laughs> or uh, General Leo for your party? Following random rumors mm -hmm. on the internet? Uh-huh. I would like to do that. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that everything leading up to me getting a car was actually just like practice. Like, I was not ready when I got a car. I was like, all right, I got a car. Here comes the sex, right? Ah, shit. You mean I've been fucking up all along? It's like a slow build? <laughs> ah, damn it. No, I guess I'll just take off this personalized pussy mobile license plate. <laughs> no, I left it on. <laughs> did you know I had fuzzy dice in the rearview mirror for real? <sighs> love it. I, I love I when little real. things like that come out about you. Yeah. Um, I can tell you all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. um, you remember that summer where swing music was like really oh, yeah, big? Yeah, yeah. I was way into that, dude. Oh, Royal Crown Review too. and like all that, man. Like, you bet. Susu Riot. Yep. Yeah. I was into like squirrel nut zippers, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, mm -hmm. man. And it set me down a path of, um, I was ska curious for a while. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, mm. I'm not going to lie. Like, I still like ska, but like, I can own, I can listen to ska in like short bursts. And it's like, that is enough ska. You know, it's like, <laughs> there we go. Time to change it. Because it's like, there's, there's, there's decent ska and there's bad ska. There's not, I wouldn't say there's really good ska. Uh, <laughs> like the better ska is like every song doesn't sound the same. That is cool. Because it's like kind of like a rigid formula that they got to, yep. I feel like they got to do, you know? And it's like, oh, well, this time we're not going to emphasize the upbeats. And then all of a sudden it's like not ska anymore. So it's like, eh, whatever. I'm glad you, I mean, you know, you're a ska scientist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've majored in ska. <laughs> Uh, actually, I, I was featured in a major motion picture, Scarface. <laughs> You're welcome. Nice. You're welcome for that. Because yeah. oh. what was it? Melissa and I were laying in bed. We were talking about how we were. How often you masturbated how often in I masturbated. middle school? Yeah. I did. Like I told her, I was like, I used to jerk off to you a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. She's like, hmm. That's, th that's really sweet. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah all the time. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it's it's it, I guess it's sweet, like the sheer amount that it was. But okay. <laughs> I also collected all of it. Collected <laughs> all of what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Pushes jar back under bed. <laughs> right. Ten year anniversary present. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were laying in bed just just for your pun. Um, we were laying in bed. We were talking about buying a house, and we were worried about um, rushing into it. And we were laying there, and I was rubbing her back, and she was just like, "I just feel like we're we're just we're just rushing it." And she's like, "Ah, oh, we're not rushing." And I was like, "You're right, we're American." That's good. And I, yeah, that one took her completely out of the blue. <laughs> um, for the longest time, have you ever heard the phrase "I have to piss like a rushing racehorse"? Have you ever heard that? I've heard racehorse, but not Russian racehorse. I always heard it rushing, but my brain always turned it in. Well, because I lived in the South, it didn't come out rushing; it came out Russian. So mm-hmm. at one point, I had a friend who used to always say it, and at one point I asked him, why does it have to be a Russian racehorse? And then it was a who's on first scenario where he <laughs> thought that I was saying, because he's like, you know, because they got to pee real bad, so they're, they're Russian. And I was like, do Russians have to pee a lot or something? <laughs> why didn't they call them Europeans? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is this some kind of Cold War statement? <laughs> You know what isn't a Cold War statement? Duke Nukem. Or maybe it is. It might <laughs> I don't be. know. It might be. I feel like it's a very 90s statement. <laughs> it is a very 90s statement. This is a game that, like, okay, I don't think this game holds up. I oh, no, do no, not no. think this game holds up. I mean, I I had fun. Like, I played this game a lot in 1996. I played it on DOS. Nice. I beat it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You've played it way more than I have, then. Mm. I mean, I don't remember shit about it whenever I sat down to play it again. I was about to say, you were going to carry this episode then. Nor did I remember it being as hard as it is. Yeah. Uh, Duke Nukem dies real fast. Oh, yeah. It's the problem. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He gets hit by, like, two shotgun blasts in the face, and he's dead. The shotguns, um, yeah. The shotguns from the pig cops? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, they're the worst. I did not remember them being that strong, but I probably just turned on God Mode and beat it in in 96, but I didn't care. That does make sense. That that does sound like something a 90s kid would do. Mm -hmm. It is definitely something Mm -hmm. that I would do. My experience with the game was almost exclusively um, Duke Match. You remember Duke Match? It's, I never played like that ever. It, it was their death match where you're all different Dukes, mm-hmm. <laughs> duking it out. Uh, and um, that's pretty Duke much that was a joke. You got it. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Pieced it together. Uh, I know it was complicated. Uh, but yeah, that is straight up like. Pretty much my extent. I maybe played like the first, I played up until the strippers uh, in the red light district, which is level two of the game. And then it was like, cool. That's pretty much, Oh yeah. I heard that was, that was the big thing. Shake told me about that. Yeah. I remember I played to that. was a little disappointed because they had on. They got tassels on. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I made it work. I still jerked off. I still jerked off hitting the. The, the the engage button or whatever and handing her a hundred. You at 12 years old, flipping a coin, do I jerk it to uh, that girl Melissa or <laughs> the stripper in Duke Nukem? Tails, all right. Uh, ed- it up. Edge, both it is. <laughs> Damn, I've never seen a coin land on the edge like that. <laughs> but yeah, that that's my most vivid memory of Duke Nukem is getting to that point so I could jerk off to the to the stripper. That's the <laughs> most like, that is, I feel like whenever I think of Duke Nukem, it's, I think of the strippers. 
because yeah. like they're not only in that level. Um, they're all over. They're all over. There's but, strippers everywhere. But in this are game. there? Are they aliens? They're aliens, aren't they? All the strippers. I don't know. Because I know you can find secret areas that look like they're growing human oh, girls and no, buds. Those, those are babes that have been captured by the aliens. Okay. Um, and when you go to speak to them, they say, "Kill me." And then you do, because okay. uh, you kill a lot of women in this game. Uh-huh. Like, a lot. You give them money to show them your tits, or you kill them. <laughs> or you like, do both. Like most men in the Midwest. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Or, or you do both. <laughs> it is a weird game to play, like, it's a very weird game to play now, when I'm 36 years old. Yep. Like, I mean, it's very bizarre, because it's like... It's hard to play woke. <laughs> it really is. I mean, it's like... I think it's fair to say, when this game came out, I was 15. That's not fair to say. That's just a fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's fair to say that my like outlook on life has changed significantly. I mean, back then, in in, the 20- in, yeah, the 90s and you're like 13 Oh, I fucking 16. loved this game, it was, dude. It was amazing. I loved everything about it. I love the idea of it. But it's like, it's impossible to, it's impossible to get this game now. Like, to understand this game now. Like, this game, like in order to be fully enjoyed, has to be played in 1996 yep. for five months until Quake came out. Because <laughs> all I could think of when I was playing this game is, I wish this was Quake! Yeah, when Quake came out, that was it. Because I loved Duke Nukem, and then Shake introduced me to Quake, and I fucking loved Quake, and then I was like, all right, on to Unreal Tournament. That's where it stopped. Unreal Tournament was rough. Uh, it was t- it was just a tougher game. That was my first multiplayer experience. Yeah. Oh, Unreal Tournament and multiplayer was like, was like three seconds. Oh yeah. Done. Oh yeah. That's and just that's, how it was. Yep. Yeah. Uh, totally. I'm with you because I did I did, I rode that train for like a day and then I was like, you know what? Fuck this game. Mm-hmm. Quake, do it is back yep. on that Quake train, baby. This Quake was fun. Like oh, I love Quake. Shub Nigraf, like figure out how to like. I love Quake. We, I, we have to do Quake. We do point. need to do a Quake episode mm-hmm. sometime um, in the future. Because, like, I kind of like, okay, so we're, we've talked about this before. Like, when I was in middle school, it was always, like, SNES or Genesis. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the argument. Always mm-hmm. back and forth. Mario or Sonic? Aladdin? SNES or Aladdin Genesis? Like, it was mm-hmm. constantly, like, that was, like, the, that was always the big debate. You had the SNES kids and you had the Genesis kids. Uh, when I was in high school, it was Duke Nukem or Quake. Like that for a year, mm-hmm. and then it was just, yeah, okay, Quake. <laughs> <laughs> we can see. <laughs> we can see, yeah. But it's like... But that sequel's coming, though. Just you wait. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, uh, did you play... Uh, have you played Duke Nukem Forever? I have not. I haven't either, which sucks, because I, I do wish that we could at least talk about like how the game is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have... Uh, maybe in the future. Maybe Everyone has it. said it's it's... it's Awful. I can't attest to that. I have not played it, but yeah, I know it was panned like critically, like mm-hmm. the moment it came out. Mm-hmm. Like it came out, and everyone, and, like all the critics, were like, "Meh, garbage." I mean, they probably tried to cre- keep the '90s aesthetic, which does not work anymore. I've seen a little bit of it, and it is like I don't know. It, they try to keep the same attitude, which I do think is really tough to do outside of the '90s. Because mm-hmm. like what? Now I'm just talking on my ass. Like Duke Nukem Forever came out in what 2011 or something like that. I mean, it was like it was a long. I mean, I mean, it was late. Yeah, I mean, they. Well, I know it was just like development hell. Oh yeah, just pressure, and then the creators of Duke Nukem were under the same amount of pressure as George R. R. Martin, where it's more like "Ah, it's probably not going to happen. It's too too much pressure to fail, so it's just not going to (laughs) happen. Like 
I hate to be the guy in the room that loves Quake, but it was probably because of Quake. Oh, yeah. So how are we going to up Duke Nukem enough? And then Half-Life comes out, and it's like, ah, shit, yeah. what are we going to do? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like Half-Life was like, I feel like Quake was a revolutionary mm-hmm. first-person shooter because, I, I mean, like, that was like, that was revolutionary. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like Half-Life was the next revolutionary first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. Duke Nukem 3D, I feel like, was the kind of the tail end of like the Wolfenstein 3D Doom era of first-person shooters. Mm-hmm. It Now, please don't get me wrong. I think Duke Nukem 3D did a lot of cool stuff that uh, those other games didn't do. Even Quake. Like, even Quake. Like, Duke Nukem, this is the best thing about Duke Nukem 3D, is the fact that the game has personality. Yeah. Like, and that is like that is the selling point of the game for me. Like that is the that is the best quality of Duke Nukem 3D is the fact that Duke has a personality, and it's like it may not fit with 2018 or anything, but like Duke has a personality. Like they were not uh, 3D Realms was not afraid to be like, well, this is like this is. Duke. This is his personality. Also, it's like I didn't realize as a kid that a lot of this was tongue in cheek. Um, like I, I assume that it was. I mean, it has to have been because uh, it's like everything's a parody of something, and it's like there are a lot of pop culture references in the game uh, that kind of allude to the fact that it's like this isn't a serious game. This is not a game that is meant to be taken seriously, like, like Quake or you know Half Life like, later is on. Fucking super serious. Quake so. is, and it's like I feel like that might be like a detriment to Quake mm-hmm. is how seriously it takes itself, like, or it's just like what if Doom were funny. Right, yeah, exactly. And did I um I found this out. I do not I can't verify if it was true or not, but what I have heard is that uh okay, so going in with the the Duke Nukem, like well, I think its strongest point is the personality of mm-hmm. that the whole game has, but the main character, Duke, has personality as well. And that's like a step forward from um BJ and Wolfenstein 3D. He's just a dude with a gun. Mm-hmm. Um the Doom Marine, mm-hmm. silent, dude with a gun. I mean, like, there's a story, but it's like, okay, like, all right, he's just a dude. But it's like Duke has a personality, and it's like a lot of that personality comes from John St. John, uh, the voice actor. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I okay, so back to when I started this, I learned that, he, that Duke, up until, like, the late development stages, was not going to be voice acted. This game would, would have been really bad, I mm. feel like. Because, like, John St. John, like, Duke's voice and, like, the shit that he says is 100% necessary. Uh-huh. Like, it is yep. 100% necessary. <laughs> this game, I'm sure, like, in that, I feel like that is the reason that this game is still talked about and loved today. Um, is because of that. Because of the voice acting. And you it's still like, don't see it a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, no, it's be very true. Gordon Freeman is silent. Like, there's yeah. not a lot of just like the first person shooters that have a lot of voice. Yeah, acting. I agree. Unless it's like you know, like super, like Titanfall two or something like that, where they mm-hmm. got like have a story to tell and they're telling a story, and it's there's a lot of cinematics and stuff like that. Duke Nukem 3D, I think, is great because it like it gives you glimpse of personality and bits of humor like as you play the game. Mm-hmm. 
for me, I absolutely need that playing this game in 2018 because I, I think the level design in this game is very bad. Whenever I opened it up and I was like, man, this is a lot of just open space with nothing in it whatsoever. Yeah. Level one. Okay, there's a big box. There's a fire hydrant. Uh, there's a door. Okay. <laughs> but see, what's crazy is that was a big deal in 1996 because, like, up until then, uh, most first-person shooters are in these maze corridors, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like there isn't a whole lot of realism to it. And Duke Nukem 3D brought some of that realism, mm-hmm. which is really cool on one hand, but on the other hand, I agree. I think there were a lot of open spaces that made the game kind of boring. Mm-hmm. And like and, and the trope, and I still like makes me cringe. Color coded key cards. I know, dude. And it's like Ugh. key cards are like <sighs> the bane of my FPS playing because it is straight up like this game killed me with the with the with the key cards because it is like what sucks in a first person shooter is killing everything and then wandering around a waste a barren wasteland of no enemies trying to find that one crack in the wall that you have to use a pipe bomb or fire a rocket at in mm-hmm. order to, oh, there's the key card. I, I really mm-hmm. don't like that. And it's like, I get it. That's how they were at the time. Like, mm-hmm. I get that. That doesn't mean that I have to like it, even if I was fine with it back then. Yeah. I mean, viewing it like, uh, let me put it this way. I don't fault Duke Nukem 3D for using it. Mm-hmm. But I... They were in new territory. Like, yeah. Absolutely. But I still think that as a core design concept, it's bad. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're, for the most part, you know, yeah. moved away from that. I Honestly, I, I would have been okay with I think they could have fixed it if it's like enemies respawn. Then all of a sudden uh, it's like, great, this is actually kind of fun because I'm still I still feel like I am killing shit, which is why I am here playing this game is to kill shit. Um, like that's what first person shooters are all about. And I, I did have fun with this game. Like I was legitimately like, I could keep playing this. This is still like, yeah, it's it's no modern FPS, but I haven't, I still haven't, I haven't played a good first person shooter in a long time. It feels like it's been years since I've sat down and really got immersed in a first person shooter. And I fucking love them when they're good. God, I fucking love them. Yeah. So it was nice. Like I was entertained. I got fresh. I I have. Because I remember I couldn't, I tried to get the DOS box going, and I was like, it's a lot of work. Is there nothing on Steam? I did get DOS box going for this game, and I, I went ahead and bought the game on Steam. Yeah. Because I didn't like how it was running, and it was just kind of like, whatever. So I'm sorry, yeah, I didn't once, mean to Yeah, once I started trying to fuck with it, I didn't want to fuck with it. Mm-hmm. So then I found they have the, the Duke Nukem 20th Anniversary Edition or whatever. Mm-hmm. I bought that, and then when I went to my library to install it, I saw I already had Duke Nukem Megaton Edition. So, very thankfully, Steam is like... Oh, nice. You are able to return it. Just returned it immediately. That's great, dude. That's so. great. Um, I regret buying this game. I bought it. it. I bought it on sale for 15 bucks before this episode. Oh. Um, because I was like, eh, well, fuck it. I don't want to run this in DOSBox because, it, like I said, it wasn't running well. And it's like, I know there's a newer version. And it's like, I should, you know, this is a thing that is still available. It's, you know, I, I should pay for this, you know? And uh, I do regret that decision because I got to level four, um, which is not a good level. Uh, <laughs> not a good level. Uh, it involves it involves some level design problems, 
the biggest of a lot of the level a lot of level four takes place in underwater after mm-hmm. a submarine has sank mm-hmm. um, involuntarily. <laughs> I like mm. to because submarines do sometimes sink on purpose, <laughs> 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 and uh, it was a lot of it takes place underwater. And the object is to keep raising the water level to find switches. To, that you press to raise the water level mm-hmm. over and over and over again. That's Which all. Describing it sounds awful. Still, like that just sounds like water temple. Yeah, fucking awful. That is not a bad water mm-hmm. temple. Is not a bad comparison for this level. And even like I was playing it in Twitch, and I remember um, John in there um, was like, "Oh man, I love this game, but this level sucks." <laughs> <laughs> and at the same breath, he was like, "BRB." That's <laughs> like I need help. So yeah, I did. I wandered around like for thirty-five to forty fucking minutes. Like, what do I do? I don't know. And it's like when you're underwater. Okay, there are a bunch of items in the game mm-hmm. that like inventory items that you that you use. They are not explained well. I had to go through several different sites to figure out what the fuck I was right. doing. I played through most of the game without using any of it. To be fair, in the game's defense, this was in the era where manuals came with the game. Mm-hmm. So this is very much a read the manual before you play it's, the game. I would have appreciated kind of a thing. when you find the item just have a little sentence at the very top. I get it. I, <laughs> and I yeah, 100% agree with you. But I, I do think it's fair like to make a comparison like what Super Nintendo games in 1996 did that. You know, yeah. I mean it was also kind of along the same vein where it's like it's either intuitive or it's not, mm-hmm. and you need to read the manual. It's not intuitive in Duke Nukem 3D. You do need to read the manual. So it's it's tough to fault it, but at the same time, super annoyed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, like so, I had no idea how to how to go underwater. In the submarine, I just had to jump off a high enough platform that I sank, and yeah. then I would just jump into the submarine. It's not intuitive. You have to crouch mm-hmm. in order to swim and I didn't under the water. I crouch for the longest time, so until I had to to get our red key card. Sure. Yeah, and then you also jump to swim up. And it's mm-hmm. like, once you're told that, it's like, oh, right. And it's like, it took me a minute, too, because this game has mouse aim, so you move the mouse around, uh, which is great. That's cool. This was one of the first games that I played that had, you know, like a legit good mouse aim, yeah. which you can turn off for some reason. I'm not sure why. <laughs> but um, I was exp- I'm used to newer FPSs where it's like, well, I just point the mouse down. Uh, no, I just was looking at the water no, for like a few minutes. He's uh, Duke Nukem is a ninja from uh, the Hidden Leaf, and he has <laughs> right. great chakra control that he just can walk on the water just flawlessly. That that is what's the town? The Hidden Leaf. Hidden Leaf or Kon- Konoha? Is that where Jesus is from? Yep. Yeah. yeah. The, the dude, census that it called everybody back to their original hometown of Konoha. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I want to do. I, I can't do it, but I would love to hire somebody to just. Put Jesus in Naruto. <laughs> like he's he's never says anything. He's just like always like he's, he's in the background yeah. with like a, a ninja. Yeah, he just, anytime there's a wa- anytime on. there's water, it's he Jesus is just walking across it with a fucking headband <laughs> on his head. Oh, a cross. Right. The leaf. <laughs> oh, he's from the hidden city of Jerusalem. <laughs> 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 uh, spoilers, I don't know where the, Jesus is from. I hope I guessed correctly. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, so in this level, you need scuba gear because you are underwater a lot. You're mm-hmm. underwater a lot. And it's like, if you run out of scuba, scuba gear, like as you use it, there's a percentage and it like ticks down. If you run out of it, 
sorry about your luck. You are not going to finish this level. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, it's game design stuff like that where it's like, oh, I fucking hate this. And it's, it's tough for me to judge because it's like, again, in 1996, would that have bothered me? It would have annoyed me, but I would have been like, that's just how games are. Reload. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's really, really tough to go back to. And that's why I say that this game is a product of its time and it does not age well. It's tough to go back I to. I try because the Megaton Edition does have where you could play the original DOS version. And that's what I tried to play. The only flaw, like I was saying, I want to play through this like I played through it at first. The thing that really sucked is because it's very hard and you cannot, I couldn't get the save function to work. So if oh, I die, man, fuck I start that. the level all over again. So the second level took me a fucking eternity. Because if I would just round the corner into a pig with a shotgun, I'm dead, start the whole thing over again. Yeah, those pigs are really tough uh, because of a little thing called hit scan. Uh, hit scan is uh, in a lot of, I mean, I don't know if they, anyone uses it. I, I'm sure it's still used in modern FPSs for different stuff. Hit scan is like the shotgun in Duke Nukem 3D um, uh, works where it's like you pull the trigger and it does not matter where the enemy is. Like, yeah, I've noticed like, I can fucking hit them from a fl- far fucking Very away. far yeah. away. As long as it's aimed at them and you pull the trigger, it instantly hits them. That's how, that's how hit scan works. Mm. And it's like um, in this... This is like, that is why the fucking pig cops are like, they will tear through you because all the, all the AI has to do is aim at you and you can't get out of the way. If they're aiming at you and firing, you are hit. Yeah, and in the original, it, There's does, no, like, it bullet. does 50 points of damage. Yeah. Like, they, it would, God, it was so fucking rough. And it's tough. It is. That's why then eventually I got frustrated. I beat the second level on the original DOS and then died like as soon as I, you keep your health. So whenever, at the second level, you get captured and go to a prison, right. and whenever you're in the prison, like as soon as you start off, you take damage. As soon as you start off that level, you're in the electric chair. Yes. And if you stand there like, what the fuck's going on? You're dead. Oh, yeah, dude. So as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, yeah. I'm, doing the, I'm doing this differently. Oh, yeah, I want dude. to be able to say, fuck this. Let me tell you what happened to me. Uh, I beat the second level at three health. I streamed this on Twitch, by the way. There'll be a link to my worst Twitch stream Ever. If you want to see me freaking the fuck out, um, what happened was I was raided on that fourth level um, by a streamer who is bigger than me. And like, she's really cool. And like, she popped in and we, we chatted, but like, it was straight up like, hi guys, I'm Dave. Uh, I do a podcast called Tadpog. You, uh, I stream on Sundays, blah, 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 you know, all the regular stuff. Uh, and it's like, also, I have no idea what I'm fucking doing right now. And I'm very <laughs> nervous because all of a sudden 25 new people have shown up and I've killed everything I can in this level. And it's me wandering around aimlessly. Like, are you guys entertained yet? You guys will play Ghosts and Goblins? I do. Let's yeah, do that right. Now. Reset. Yeah, turn this off. Play Ghosts and Goblins. So, um, yeah, if you want to watch that atrocity, uh, we'll have a link to that in the show notes. <laughs> Uh, or why not catch it live? Uh, find us on twitch.tv. Uh, yeah, because you came out. I had just gotten to the fourth level when you came over. And as soon as you walked in, <laughs> worst level in the game. First thing I said. Very, like, I was, hi, Tyler, the- <laughs> nothing. It was just worst level in the game. <laughs> Fucking hate this level. Um, and, like, truly that level turned me off to the game. Like, that experience turned me off to the game so much that I was just like, well, I wish I could get my $15 back because I'd never want to play this game mm. again. So I would, I would play it again. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun to go fun to go back for me. Once I 
played in Megaton Edition, which is slightly easier and mm-hmm. the save function worked. So that that is good. The graphics are a little improved. I had to I had to crank the mouse sensitivity way the fuck down. Sure. But Oh down? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. It was it was nigh unplayable at first because I would just barely move and I'd flip all the way around. <laughs> you know that feeling you get when you realize that you've started two stories and finished none of them? <laughs> uh I just had that feeling. <laughs> Uh, if if I could loop back around, if uh-huh, you don't mind, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, we were talking about, you were talking about how at the beginning of the third level, you start off in the electric chair. Uh-huh. I finished the second level with like three hit points, and then when the third level started, <laughs> died instantly. Yep. And it's like, well, I guess I'll just reload, dead, and it's like, oh, my health carried over, and I keep dying over and over again. Well, that is, that is so fun. So all, all the shit you, br- yeah, no. <laughs> Well, I guess they should be your gear anyway. So they do, yeah. You, which is cool. That is cool. You know the fact that like I, I played for a while with just mighty kicks. I missed. Oh, dude, I missed I the love, pistol I in the love. very beginning. Mm-hmm. So I like. <laughs> it, it took me a you're, while. You're like, crouching everything. behind corners, run up, <laughs> kick, 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 run away, run away, run away. <laughs> right. Wait for them to creep around the corner. Kick, 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 dead. <laughs> I I just like. Because it's like, I love the fact that you can kick. I think it's great. Like, the fact that you have a melee attack in the game, mm-hmm. I think is great. And it's like, what is it, like Mighty Foot engaged or mm-hmm. something like that? Uh, and I think that's really cool that it's like, that That it was nice. That's part of mm-hmm. the personality, I feel like. Because that easily could have been like you hitting them with your weapon or something like mm-hmm. that. But the fact that it's you're kicking them it's a is... big boot. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, and that's very... Like, that has charm to it, and I do and like that. And they tie that into two different weapons, too, like the the shrink ray. Yeah, there are a lot of You cool shrink them down and then game. stomp on them, and right. then uh, the freeze gun where you freeze them and then kick them and shatter them to pieces. Uh, none of these I got to. I didn't get to any of the cool weapons because I, they show up later in the I game. I didn't get them to them... Now on this playthrough, as a kid, I got you know I beat it. I got them all, but um, the coolest weapon I probably got was the chain gun cannon, yeah. which is essentially a chain yeah. chain gun. Because RPG is like, if I'm not aiming something way the fuck away, oh I'm hi, dead. do you want to kill yourself? <laughs> uh-huh. Use the RPG. <laughs> Just almost almost anywhere. Yeah, you want to be slightly less deadly? Okay, pipe pipe bomb. bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, to finish my second story that I didn't finish. In that fourth level where you were trying water temple style, mm-hmm. like trying to raise a fucking water level and shit like that, here's what happened to me. You got the scuba gear that ticks down. Well, I ran out. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. Oh, I found, I, I, found a hidden, I found hidden scuba gear. That's awesome. I blew up a wall, found hidden scuba gear. It's like, all right, we're back in business. But I still need to explore underwater and try to find what I'm missing. And it's like, that just ran out. And it's like, so neat. Because I need to go in the water and I have no way of breathing. Time to reload the game. Oh, <laughs> God. And it's like, I'm one, I keep going back to this. In 1996, not a problem. Uh, I don't know. That's kind of like the Sparkster level shit that made me fucking yeah. lose my mind over Sparkster. It's, like, it's frustrating. That one animation, oh, restart the game. It's frustrating. It is. It's frustrating. And, and frustrating in the same sense with like Final Fantasy Tactics had a, a thing like that where... You save before like an unwinnable oh, battle. Yeah. Start your game fucking over. Oh yeah, I remember you warning me about that mm-hmm. on my play th- replay through of Final yeah, Fantasy. Did Dactic. that shit twice. Yeah, fucking we graph. It sucks. Stuff like that sucks. Mm-hmm. It's just like that's just it's either it's either poor design or it is malicious design. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a, a case of one or the other. I feel like. 
Um, but there are other items other than the scuba gear that you can get. Like Hollow Duke was one that yep. was big that I remembered mm-hmm. because that was much more useful in multiplayer than it was in single player. It yeah, does not it, do a fucking thing in would, single player. I think I tricked them like one time, Good maybe. For you, and man. As soon as, but as soon as I I take a step, they all. Oh, right, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like Hollow Duke is a holographic projection mm-hmm. of Duke Nukem. And it's like in multiplayer, it works because it's like someone comes around a corner, they see you and fire at it. Meanwhile, you're hiding behind a crate. You pop out, shoot them. Yeah. It's done. The AI, on the other hand, ain't fucking having it. Mm-mm. They're like way smarter than a human. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then the jetpack. The jetpack, which jet is, again, is nice. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, because like the jetpack allows you to explore. Um, and it, like the scuba gear, has like fuel that it uses. It has a meter that it uses. Um, but for the, I didn't run into any situation where it's like you have to use the jetpack for an extended extended amount of time, mm-hmm. and you can't finish the level if you run out of fuel. Like I didn't run into any of those situations. Yeah. What they might exist later, I don't know. They're what your night vision goggles, right? Which don't really do a whole lot yeah. other than show you hidden messages. Mm-hmm. They live style. Your uh, prote- uh, protective boots. Yeah, which I didn't know what they did for the longest time until I walked over some like toxic water and it said protective boots on. Right. Yeah. yeah it's like oh okay cool. <laughs> Uh, then the first aid kit that you could use, like a la carte, basically, yeah. that's really nice. Yeah. S- steroids, what do steroids do? Steroids make you faster. Um, I would always accidentally use it because uh-huh. yep. the hotkey is R, and I'm used to that being reload. So constantly I'm like, I'm like, I'm like R. Yeah, oh, that, oh, and I'm super fast. That makes sense <laughs> as to why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they also apparently make your kicks more powerful, which makes sense because they're steroids. Mm, okay. um, but meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm just freaking out because I'm I'm using a resource. Oh, yeah. Which is oh, driving me nightmare. crazy. <laughs> and it's like, I want to get the most out of it. So it's like, oh, I got a speed boost. Run through everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> draw the attention of everything because I need to get as far as I can while I'm using is it. Is Duke Nukem the only male human in this game? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Because there are plenty of aliens. Be. And there are plenty of women because, and everything, every piece of media you find, or it's all bikini babes, all yeah. the in the library, or I guess you know, then the movie theater. Everything mm-hmm. is just bikini babes. Yeah, you turn on the movie theater, it's a girl dancing. You, I, I enjoyed on the, what the third level, the prison level. There's a secret access to the submarine through a poster in one of the prison cells. Yes. Shawshank style. Yeah, mm-hmm. That was, of course, I didn't get that as a kid at all. No, at all. no, now me neither. Yeah, absolutely. So. And those, that goes back to the pop culture references. Mm-hmm. Like that is truly one of my favorite things about this game, and it does go back to the personality of the game. Like this game is kind of not serious, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like there are a lot of games that are super serious, and it's even at this in, at this time. And it's like it's good to have a game like this that isn't so serious. I mean, the whole second level is the red light district, mm-hmm. um, which is very not serious because, like we talked about, it's full of strippers. I don't know why they're not prostitutes. Can't go that far. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's another thing that kind of bothers me where it's like this game caused controversy. It caused controversy. Mm-hmm. And it's like I get it, I guess, in 1996 that it would. Controversy but my parents never caught on to on this one. Oh, really? I played so you, the shit out of Duke Nukem, and they never noticed You flew under the radar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Did they turn, so they didn't turn the parental lock on. Nope, nope. Which cleans the game up significantly. <laughs> uh, there's an N- uh, N64 port 
for this game. Did you know that? I saw that commercial. I didn't know until I saw that commercial you posted. There's an N64 port for this game, and um, I found I found out about that in uh, while I was streaming. Someone in chat told me, and it was straight up like, "Well, I got to look into this." So I did today, and they changed. They changed the big change. Honestly, like I hate I hate to be woke, y'all, but like it's a good fucking change. Um, the only way to save women in the 1996 original version is to kill them. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, like, and that is so weird. It, like, hung me up in the red light district because it's like, <laughs> in order to progress, in order to make enemies spawn, you have to kill strippers. Yep. And it's like, I got hung up there because, like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, because you shoot a stripper. And of course, the aliens are mad. They're killing their strippers. <laughs> so they start teleporting in. So it is like, it was weird because it's like, it doesn't feel good to kill helpless women. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not a good feeling. Um, I can see why, like, adolescents in 1996 who are definitely playing Magic the Gathering and definitely n- masturbating and not having sex. Yeah, show me your tits. Right. Well, you have tassels on. Right. Bam. Exactly. And I hate, I don't want to use the term toxic masculinity, but that is, like, 100% mm-hmm. a case of toxic mm-hmm. masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like, that is mm-hmm. that is the definition of it. Um, so... I'm going to step down off of that soapbox and get back in the mindset of 1996. Um, it felt weird that I had to do that. But in the, the N64 version, you save them. You don't kill them. You go up to them, and it says, babe saved, and they just kind of, like, disappear. That is a good change. That is a good change. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that's not, like, I know that's not edgy and hardcore, y'all, but it's, like, at the same time, it's weird to me that in the original version, you kill women to progress in the game, yet you're not doing fucking cocaine, you're drinking al- alcohol. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. It's like you're not hard edge. You're not like the only thing that you're pushing hard is murdering women. <laughs> you know? It's like Duke Nukem, is, he's a badass, but he's kind of like... He is a safe badass because he's like <laughs> drinking whiskey. He's not doing lines. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Instead of steroids, eight balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. But then again, like I said, I I have to put myself in that 1996 mindset. That is my biggest thing about this game is that you have to you have to be in that mindset to get it. If you were born in the last 12 years. I don't know that you get this game. Like, I don't know if you understand it. I should I should have had the girls play this game. I, you, I mean, that was a joke, but I mean, <laughs> kind of seriously, would like to see Especially what they think Ar- about Arts, it. Artsy AJ is is the, the, the most feminist one, so yeah. set her down and let her play it. Yeah. Take a break from Fortnite. Come in here and play, uh, uh-huh. play this little game called Duke yeah. Nukem 3 Take a break from your stupid dances and kill some strippers. <laughs> <laughs> like a real man. I mean, a person. <laughs> <laughs> so... Like I mean, look, it kind of is what it or is. Can, God, Kenna watched me play this game. I can only imagine, like, why do you kill that lady? Because they're whores, daughter of mine. You smite the whores. You're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, it's – those are, like, the strippers in the game, like I said earlier. What it's, like, my biggest takeaway. Like, that's what I remembered about this game. I shake, remember hearing, it, like, baby, they're aliens. You know? I remember, like, no, 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 they're aliens. They've taken them over. Like, it's okay. Yeah, I've heard that, too. But it still doesn't really... It doesn't sit right. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't sit right. Um, I mean, they're not attacking you. If they're aliens, why aren't they coming after you with right. the other aliens? Right. But, and it's like, I know the whole thing about the second, whole second area. So the first area is um, called, 
it's an episode. It's called L.A. Meltdown, and it all takes place in Los Angeles or the surrounding area. Mm-hmm. And uh, aliens have taken over. We haven't even talked about the fucking story yet. Um, I don't really know what the story is. There. Well, that's because in order to find it out, you have to access it from the help menu, <laughs> and you get a screen <laughs> that has it all typed out. You read it. That's that was like Apogee style, like you know, like so. Like I get it, but it's like Duke is. It's a continuation of Duke Nukem Two. He's coming back to Earth after like fighting off uh, an alien race, uh, an evil alien race. As he's flying back to Earth. Another evil alien race blows up his spaceship, and he lands on that rooftop, and the game begins. Huh. So, um... So you're playing the original 2D Duke Nukem's. Do you? Man, I always wanted to play them. I mean, because they came with my copy in, oh. in 96. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Um, I, um, I don't remember that, and it might be because I borrowed they were, that. They were incredibly fucking hard. Yeah. Incredibly hard. They look difficult. They're like spelunky hard. Like yeah. you're going, th- uh, yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to play them, dude. Because it's like, um, I used to get the, because I got like Wolfenstein 3D shareware or whatever, I got like this booklet or this catalog of like Apogee shareware game or Apogee games. And like, I remember seeing Commander Keen in there and being like, oh man, I wonder what this is all about. This is a kid, me, who didn't have an NES at the time. So it is straight like, oh man, these are video games. Like these are like this is like the kind of shit I've seen on a on a on a Nintendo. Um, and then it's like I saw Duke. I remember seeing Duke Nukem in there too, and being like, oh man, I wonder what this is about. Um, so I've always wanted to play the original games. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just never have. Um, and I can, I'm kind of afraid we can do to them eventually. Yeah, eventually you want to do them eventually. Eventually, but I don't know how far I'd make it in. You know, but anyway. The, where I was going with the whole like LA meltdown and episodes and stuff like that, you were asking about if the women are aliens. Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that. What I do know is that the second episode takes place in space. Uh, it's called Lunar Apocalypse, and that is where you run into a lot of uh, Earthling women that are captured, mm-hmm. and they're being held by like alien vines and tentacles and shit like that. And you got to again save them by killing them. Uh, <laughs> and I mean. You would think that you'd want to keep them around. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to repopulate the fucking earth, right? Yeah, you're the only there are man, no men. And there are all these babes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then in the third episode, Shrapnel City, it all comes back to earth again. So, um, and in the original game, there were just three episodes. They added uh, an official fourth episode later, and then a fifth episode even later than that. Mm-hmm. So, and I know the version that I bought on Steam has all five episodes uh, that I will not play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think one of the an iconic moment I remember is uh, fighting a giant, giant alien in a football stadium. Yeah, that's like the end of episode three, I believe. That is one of the boss. I think it's the Cycloid Emperor. I'm not positive. Yeah, I think it is him because he's got one eye, and then you get cutscenes after you beat bosses, right? Mm-hmm. And I know the cutscene after you beat the Cycloid Emperor is he falls dead on the stadium um, uh, football field, mm-hmm. and Duke kicks his eye out of his head and splits the uprights. Mm-hmm. He makes a field goal. Yep. Again, it's like, okay, that's personality. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like over the toppedness. You know, that's like action movie machismo that is mm-hmm. that ran rampant at the time yep. you know so i remember doing that i don't remember Cheesecake. much else about the game at all there do you remember the cutscene where um 
Duke kills a boss. I think this is in the second episode. Kills a boss, uh, rips his head off, uh, and then shits down his neck. Nope. (laughs) That's a real thing. Yeah, that is a real thing. So it's stuff like that where it's like... If it happened, I probably didn't know what was happening right? whenever I was watching it. Yeah, he pulls out... You don't... I mean, yeah, it's cut so that you don't really... You don't mm. see it, but it's it's implied. And because he's like... He rips the head off and then uh, walks over to it, squats down over it and pulls out a newspaper and starts whistling the theme to Duke Nukem 3D, mm. which is a great theme, by the way. Like, when I turned, when I turned this game on, I was like, yes, I remember this, because it's all like, I mean, it's great. It's yeah. fucking great. Um, but it's, uh, I don't know, man. It didn't, it didn't, the game itself didn't hold up for me. Um, yeah. And if it does for you, I think that's I mean, fine. I, I liked it okay. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, if it was really good in its day, I feel like now it doesn't have a lot to offer, but I feel like it was entertaining enough. Like, I didn't mind yeah. it. I just got to be real. Yeah. I just got to be real. As much as I like, and it's tough, man, because it's one of those situations where it's like, I know a lot of people like this game. Mm-hmm. I know it. And it's like, I want to be careful with what I say, but at the same time, I want to be fucking truthful. Go play the original DOS version now. Yeah. See what you think. And see what you think. I mean, if and if I, you know... If you like it, you like it, and I get that. But I, I urge you, like as you're playing it, if you do, re- if you do decide to revisit it, ask yourself if you, l- how much of it is nostalgia, mm-hmm. um, versus how much of it is, oh, this is actually a good game. And it's like, I kind of put, I know we reference this a lot, but I kind of put this weirdly in the same category as a boy and his blob because I do feel like the merits of this game. Are the it's the charm of the game. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if you strip that away, if you strip the personality and the charm away from this game, it would feel like a Doom mod. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Other than the other than the engine, and I do want to talk about the engine a little bit. Uh, the build engine uh, it was what this game was built on, and it is impressive. It's not the same engine that was used for like Doom or, or Wolfenstein 3D or anything like that. Uh, it allowed you, or it allowed the developers to do s- some really cool stuff that wasn't seen before, and honestly, a lot of stuff you don't see anymore. Uh, the big thing was, and I know this sounds fucking crazy, uh, but they had mirrors in this game. Uh, that is a huge oh, deal. That was cool. That it was, yeah, it was cool at the time, and it honestly it's still cool because it's like when I'm playing a game now and I see something that vaguely resembles a mirror, mm-hmm. I immediately run over there and check where it's like, oh, do I have a reflection? If I move around, does the reflection of the room move around with me too? You don't see it a lot. Yeah. You really don't see it. You don't see mirrors a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and any, anytime I see something that resembles a mirror and it turns out to be a frame. Yeah, I mean, they're not in Fallout. Yeah. You, really, you don't really ever see yourself in Fallout. They've got a great excuse, though, because it's like, oh, well, everything got nuked. So mirrors are fragile and they broke. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's one of those things where when I see something that vaguely resembles a mirror and it's not a mirror, all I can think about for the next 40 minutes are mirrors. <laughs> and I'm like, I start to be like, they didn't put mirrors in this game because they don't know how to fucking handle it. <laughs> Duke Nukem 3D knew how to fucking handle that shit. Because of the build engine. And he even says, oh, looking good. Damn, I look good. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Uh, which is great. That adds to the personality. Once again, the biggest selling point of this game. Or when you when you take a piss, you heal like 10 hit points. Yeah, I think... Uh, 
Yeah, I'm not sure if it's when you piss or when you drink the toilet water. Oh, either way, either way. <laughs> because that is totally a thing that you can do, which is very cool. These were things that you couldn't do mm-hmm. before. You know what I'm, you know, it's like very, very neat, very neat. Um, but the build engine also allowed for destructible environments like mm-hmm. the toilet. Mm-hmm. You know, one minute it's a toilet, the next minute it's not a toilet, it's a fountain of water. And that kind of stuff. a secret door for some reason. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And this game is the secrets are very obtuse. Yeah, they're obtuse, but they're the the levels are full of secrets, mm-hmm. which I do think is very cool. Like that, I never found all of them in any level. Oh, I I like know that I haven't. But like a lot of times you'll find Easter eggs hidden behind obtuse Mm-hmm. destructible walls or something like that. So that's also very neat. And I would also put that in the charm category. Um, and I, there are a whole bunch of other things like uh, sloped floors and ceilings that couldn't be done before. Uh, the ability to look up and down, mm-hmm. very important. Um, and, you know, maybe I spoke too quickly earlier when I said this game wasn't revolutionary. Maybe because of the engine, maybe it was for a short period of time and then kind of forgotten about because... Quake. Quake came out five, five months later, mm-hmm. uh, which really, I think, I mean, really changed the game. Yep. Changed the genre more so than Duke did. Yeah. Uh, do you have any achievements? I do. But before mm-hmm. I get to achievements, mm-hmm. uh, I would like to issue a quiz. Are you, yeah. Are you game? Let's this quiz it. is not by um, Bovine Bear Matt Cowan. Mm-hmm. It's by me. Right. Although I wish it was by uh, Bovine Bear, Matt Cowan, because Home Alone episode did very well, and I credit it to him. <laughs> <laughs> because every single bit of our conversation about Home Alone, one way or another, was connected to Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's it. All right. I call this quiz Duke Nukem Pop Culture Quiz, because I'm very original. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Question one. Tyler, in the first level of this game... A famous phone number is written in the bathroom above a urinal. Do you know what that famous phone number is? I'm going to assume it's 8675309. 8675309. You're right. Very good. Off that's to the it. only famous phone number I can think of. 911. Nah. <laughs> but nah. that's not going to be it. Duke doesn't need to call 911. No, no. He no. is 911. <laughs> He's actually 411. Call him before you dig anywhere. He gets really mad. <laughs> is that 411? I don't know. Anyway, question number two. Tyler, in the red light district, this famous 1994 real world event can be seen on the television in the bar. Repeat that again. In the red light district, level two mm-hmm. of the game, you can see this. Real world event, this real 1994 real world event happening on a television in the bar. No clue. That is the OJ Simpson chase. Oh. You, can, you can see the white Bronco. There's like a gif Damn. of the white Bronco. You can see the slow chase on the screen. Mm. Um, you're, you're 50%. So very mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. Number three, Tyler. In the lunar reactor, you find the corpse of this fictional character. He's hanging, there's a hint, he, he's hanging Mm -hmm. from his feet in a cave. And it prompts Duke to say this, now this is a force to be reckoned with. By his feet in a cave. He's hanging by his feet in a cave. And Duke says, now this is a force to be reckoned with. Mm, I guess, because it's an alien, I guess I'm going to go Yoda. Partial credit. Partial credit. In the N64 version, it is Yoda. 
Okay. PC version, original version, it is a dead Luke Skywalker. Ah. Uh, very good. Tyler, at some point in the level, I'm sorry, at some point in the game, you find a candy bar at the bottom of a pool. What is this a reference to? It's a movie reference. It's a baby Ruth. Is it a Goonies reference? It's not. I wish it was. That is probably, in my opinion, the best Baby Ruth reference in a movie. <laughs> Baby Ruth? Baby Ruth. But it is not. There is another movie with a famous scene in it. I know you're not a movie dude, but like, mm. I, I figured this was... With m- a candy bar at the bottom of a pool. Candy bar in a pool. Baby Ruth in a pool. Okay. The sand... They throw up so it looks like a piece of shit in a... Correct. Okay. Was it in the sand lot? I don't remember. Like a, a Snickers bar? Hey, uh, no, it's Caddyshack. Oh, okay. It is a baby Ruth. It's oh, Caddyshack. But you're th- okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> no, this is a hard quiz. Mm-hmm. This hard, it's a hard <laughs> quiz to give it like you because you're not a movie guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And a lot of these, not all of them, not all of them. Number five, Tyler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the stadium, a blimp can be seen sporting this fictional beer brand, albeit with a likely intentional typo. So probably meant to be Duff. A fictional beer brand, you it said? It is a fictional beer brand. Okay. Are you going with Duff? Yeah, sure. You are correct. It is Duff Beer, spelled with one F. Mm. <laughs> they were not afraid of O.J. Simpson. Matt Groening, on the other hand, terrified. Mm, no way. You don't fuck, you, honestly, you don't fuck with The Simpsons ever, but you <laughs> certainly don't fuck with The Simpsons in 1996. Bart <laughs> Uh Big, yeah. Number six, Tyler. In the Death Row Chapel, mm-hmm. Duke encounters this dead fictional character and it prompts him to say hmm that's one doomed space marine what game is this dead character from doom doom yeah correct thank you for the gimme (laughs) (laughs) tyler number seven the cover art for duke nukem 3d is a is heavily inspired by what movie here's a hint duke even borrows a line from that movie hail to the king baby evil dead Half credit. Army it, of Darkness. Army of Darkness, full credit. You got it. Well done. Uh, one day, we will record Nicole Nance's, Tadpog Sweetheart, Nicole Nance's <laughs> first movie podcast episode. Say, we did watch that movie for Army her. of Darkness because we did all watch it together <laughs> with the intention of recording a podcast about it. All right, Tyler. Number eight. Duke utters this line from which Rowdy Roddy Piper movie? It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of gum. See, I've never, I've never seen it. I guess is it is they live or it lives? It is they live. they live. Very good. I think, I think you would enjoy it. I think you would enjoy it, but not as much as I did when I was like nine, <laughs> because like that was like the perfect like blend of violence and mind fuckery for like a <laughs> like a a preteen boy. Tyler, number nine. I'm not sure if Duke ever went to boot camp, but he does say. I'll rip your head off and shit down your neck, which is a line from what movie? Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Very good. Uh, Tyler, number 10, Duke Nukem makes an appearance and dies in this 2018 motion picture. Huh. Shit. Um, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Good guess. Ready Player One. Ah. He is on the the war planet, uh, and he is... Uh, barely visible. And like <laughs> barely visible enough where it's like, can they get away with this without paying for it? They might, because it is a blonde dude with a with a fucking high top. 
with sunglasses, a red muscle shirt, and blue pants. So it's like, it is Duke Nukem, but like at the same time, like, could a lawyer be like, oh no, that's Frank. That's Frank from, uh, that's Frank from, uh, casting. Here, look at him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just like what David Cross showed a picture of, like, in uh, Infinity War in the collector's collection, and like you just barely see it for a split second, but you see Tobias. What? Blue, blue Tobias in one of the containers. So was that officially licensed? I, I don't know. See, he talks like clearly, like this looks like Tobias, right? Like, <laughs> oh, gotcha. But it, and it does. Like, I think he's he's leading up against totally blue mustache. Yeah. Like, it looks like Tobias. Oh, he has a mustache and everything? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, dude. But it's like, who thinks they can put shit like that in movies anymore? Because it is like... Our society is too litigious to be funny. <laughs> but not only that, there's like so many people who were like, will go through a scene frame by frame. Mm. Like like Ready Player One. Like I'm sure someone found Duke Nukem because they were like, all right, I'm going to try to identify everyone in this scene and I'm going to watch it frame by frame because I am a teenager and I have infinite fucking time or i am 35 years old and i have no life to speak of yeah it could be one or the other Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't like stuff like that you used i feel like you used to like in the when we were kids you could sneak stuff like that in the movies because it's like well this will never come out for home like you know this will come out this will be a move this will be in a movie theater and then that's it yeah (laughs) There's a whole lot. Of, there's a whole bunch of stuff, and I know. Like, um, I, I've talked. I've mentioned this podcast before, but I, I need to mention it. Um, uh, Laser time is a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's very, very fucking good. Uh, but the reason I mention it is because that's what made me think about that whole like you can't sneak shit in movies anymore. Like that is a thing that has been said on that show before. Uh, and they give a whole bunch of they. They didn't get there from Duke Nukem. I've never heard that mentioned on there. But they. Get, but that's that's one of those things where it's like. Like um, in the rescuers, and I heard this on their show, and it is, it is true. There is like the scene where the albatross—I can't remember his name—is flying through the city. Albert, is it Albert? Albert uh, the albatross. Albert, Albert Ross, <laughs> right? Albert <laughs> Ross, <laughs> Albert Ross Geller, <laughs> uh, who I—he um, is flying through uh, like a, a city, and in a window, it's going by so fast. But in a window, if you freeze frame it, there's a naked. Live action, like a photograph of a naked woman standing in the window in a Disney motion picture. (laughs) And it was a a real fucking thing because it's like, who is going to notice this? Nobody is going to notice this because I I can't remember what year the movie came Mm -hmm. out. But it was like before like VCRs were common, you know, and it's just kind of one of those things where it's like. Oh, yeah, we did. Oops. (laughs) We didn't intend on anyone to see that. So I don't know. I just uh, feel like it's important to, you know, yeah. give credit on that because I really wanted to tell that fucking story. I'm glad you did. We'll have a link in the, in the show notes. pretty good. Is that all 10 questions? Yeah, that is. I wasn't keeping Thank track you. of how Thank good you, you did, but I feel like you did pretty good. Yeah, not really. I don't know. I feel like you did higher than 50%. I mean, that was, that was, a, good, that was a good quiz. I wish I was better at movies, but I, I don't tr- wish enough. To actually watch movies, so no, I get it. I don't. So, have, I sort of wish I was better at movies. I don't have fucking time anymore. Mm-hmm. Truly, it's like, and I get like so many recommendations on shit to watch, and it is just like I literally have a document on Evernote that is named "shit I will never watch," mm-hmm. and it's stuff that I want to watch, but it is just like when maybe when I retire, maybe, mm-hmm. which is never going to happen. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I'm a I'm a officially 
at the cutoff for a millennial, and for what I understand, we're not going to be able to retire. So, yeah, I'll, I'll never get to watch these movies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to watch that Robin Williams documentary. I haven't heard about it. But yeah, I'll add all, it to the list. His life. <laughs> yeah, add, add to the list. I want to watch the. Um, I want to watch the Mister Rogers documentary. Mm. Real bad. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually playing right now at our local art house cinema. Oh shit! Okay. Melissa and I are watching the second season of that Leah Remini Scientology. Oh yeah, how is it? Good. It's really good. Cool. TV is a lot easier to digest. Yep. Like I don't know how long those episodes are, but it's like but I can't. Yeah, usually like forty-five minutes. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't, man. It's like unless it's something that I'm watching while I'm doing something else. Yeah, I can't do it. Well, I'm gonna watch. What what is this really good on Netflix? Nah, I'm gonna watch Frasier and play this play Duke Nukem. Thank you though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That I can do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably why I like shows like Frasier and Seinfeld so much because it's like I've already seen this a bunch. It's Don't not, have to pay that much attention, right. but it's nice. But to it's be still there. there yeah. It's, yeah, it's like I catch I pick up little bits of data that I didn't have before. <laughs> you know, it's also fucked up because it's like when I watch stuff now, it does kind of feel like. Oh, I'm just watching this to like pick up trivia and like little bits of like information. It's not like I'm watching this to like get wrapped up in the narrative or something mm-hmm. like that. It's very bizarre. Like I used to that didn't used to be me, but that is straight up me now where it's like I can't get out of the mindset of gather information. I was thinking about an achievement. Do you have any achievements for this game? I I do, and but I'm thinking Okay, nope, not quite what I thought it was. Okay. No, what was it? I thought, I thought is it another David? Is it another famous David? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I forgot what it was for a second. Um, but one of my achievements. David Crane. David Crane. David Crane of That's a boy right. in his blob fame. Right. <laughs> oh, we, you said David Crane earlier. Shame on me. Did I? Yeah, you sure did. Because I remember thinking, Frazier and Niles don't have a brother named David. Oh, I was, I was, yeah, Dave Crane is actually a person. You're right, because I was just making David Crane as <laughs> you a said David joke. Crane. Yeah. Then, yeah. We got there. Unintentional. We found the truth eventually. <laughs> Someone has been listening to this for an hour, seething, where it's like they don't even know who fucking David Crane is. <laughs> do you have, you have any achievements? I do. I've got a few achievements that came from uh, Twitch chat. Mm-hmm. Um, I normally stream on Sundays at 830 Central. If you're listening to this and you want to hang out and help with achievements, that's the time to do it. Uh, first achievement I've got coming from our very own pinball archmage, Chris Edler, is Subway Lettuce, which is a Tadpog <laughs> deep cut. Uh, in order to unlock Subway Lettuce, you need to destroy every toilet in the game. <laughs> because as we all know, Subway Lettuce straight That's up gives you brown water for poo. <laughs> uh, life hack that was shared with me, uh, get spinach instead of the, instead of the lettuce. It helps. Achievement number two, this comes from Fishlips J, is Space, the Final Frontier. And in order to unlock Space, the Final Frontier, uh, that is, you've unlocked this achievement, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Uh, you unlock that by jacking it while repeatedly pressing space bar in front of strippers in the red light district. Damn right. Because yeah. <laughs> I had even had to show Melissa, hey, come see what I used to come to. <laughs> <laughs> And she had to like walk around the bar and look oh, yeah. and be not impressed. Oh, yeah, the long journey. It's not impressive, but it was at the time. I get it. And uh, the third achievement I've got is 
just like the king, baby. And in order to unlock just like the king, baby, uh, you need to die in a bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that achievement is from our very own Edgelord Kyle. Nice. So, Kyle, thank you for that. Uh, And thank you to everybody who submitted Chivos. Uh, There, as always, were a lot of good ones, but had to pare it down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Tyler, do you have any achievements for this game? Uh, I have three. Okay, awesome. Uh, The first one is Unabomber. Okay. You unlock Unabomber by killing five enemies at once with a pipe bomb. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, is that David Kaczynski? I don't know, Ted. Ted Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. Kaczynski. Uh, My other one is... You mean Jim from The Office? (laughs) 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 Sexist Rick Moranis. And that is where you use the um, shrink gun and then stomp on any enemy. Any one enemy uh-huh. you unlock because you're thin, sexist, yeah. yeah. And the last one is Million Dollar Baby. And you unlock that by tipping a stripper $1 million. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's like Fishlip J's achievement, but it has a limit to it. Yep. <laughs> Unlike masturbation. Yeah, there is, well, there is a limit to that. <laughs> we just haven't found it yet. <laughs> Sci- science is working on it. Oh, science has found it. We just haven't. <laughs> One day, Tyler, we're going to get up and be like, time to masturbate, and it is not going no, to happen. <laughs> it is not going to happen. Well, it's I've hit be, that. It's going to be sad. Well, one day it's going to be physically impossible. Like, time to masturbate, my... time to beg my wife. <laughs> well, I don't have to beg my wife. I don't want to sound like I have to beg my wife for seconds. Like, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Because I almost said right. it, and I was like, I think she's in there. She's not going to appreciate it. Maybe make it sound like she, I have to beg She 100% her. is in this room. Because it's not. Yeah. I, I audibly heard her reaction. <laughs> uh, but I thought you said bang my wife. So it was, I think you might have flown under the oh, radar. she's fine with that, yeah. Until you, quali- <laughs> until you qualify that statement. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've got a very important question for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is why everyone's here. Uh, if you were to give this game a beard mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I would give this the beard of the most Duke Nukem person I know. Duke Nukem. The uh, clean shaven. The he, he I like to po- I like to point Duke out. Duke Nukem is clean shaven, but this man occasionally is clean shaven. Sometimes has a little bit of facial hair. I would Tom have Cruise. to give it the beard of yes. <laughs> Tom Liam Cruise, Neeson. Tom Cruise is his favorite actor of of uh, Super Metroid fame, Sean McAwain. Oh, Tom Cruise is Sean McAwain's favorite actor? Uh-huh. Interesting. Yep. Okay. No, or, or is it Brad Pitt? It's one of those two. Not the same person. Might be, maybe now that I think about it, maybe it's Brad Pitt because he loves me, Joe Black. All right. So then the beard of Brad Pitt? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would you give it? The now no longer necessary glasses of Sean McAwain of <laughs> <laughs> Super Metroid fame. He's got, oh, he got LASIK. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Sean McAwain is the most Duke Nukem person that you know. Right. I <laughs> see. I see. Okay. Excellent. I see. I missed that completely because I was not paying attention. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I would ask you how much this game is on price charting, and I can. Um, the original CD-ROM. Well, no, they didn't have that. They had the Sega Saturn version. This game came out on a lot of platforms. Mm. It was ported to a lot. Um, they had the N64 version, too, I believe. Um, I think this game might have even come out on the Game Boy Advance, which I know sounds ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I might have heard that somewhere. The uh, Virtual Boy? I don't think it had a Virtual Boy <laughs> release. But on the other hand, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, if you'd like, I can read everything that it came out on. It might be 
It might be worth the laugh. Okay, sure. Yeah, we've already named enough Davids. Let's name all the Duke Nukem. I mean, right? Oh wow, we've been doing. We've been recording for a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Let's see. Platform: MS DOS, Android, Game.com. Remember Game.com? Oh, Game.com release. iOS, Linux, Classic Mac OS, Microsoft Windows, Nintendo 64, Mac OS, PlayStation, PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita, Mega Drive Genesis, Sega Saturn, Xbox 360, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Unfortunately, no Game Boy Advance. Damn. That's a bummer. No links. No, I don't see a links on there either. Sorry. Came on Game & Watch. No, I don't see Oh, I don't see that on there either. Mm. That would be great, though. Yep. I don't see the Tiger Electronics, Duke Nukem. <laughs> Duke Nukem 1D. One, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to take a call or two? Yeah, we got time to do a call? I mean, not really, but I want to take one. All right, let's take one then. And then we need to figure out what we're going to do with next episode. Oh, actually, you know what? I do have a little segment that we haven't mm-hmm. done in a long time mm-hmm. called Where Are They Now? Oh, Would you right. like to do that? Yeah, let's do I it. I know we don't have much time, but Where Are They Now? 3D Realms, Tyler. Oh, I like that theme. I'm going to yeah. cut that. I'm going to isolate that, and that is going to be the next time in three years when we... I like it. When we resurrect it, we're going to use it. The dry tub's beat. You're welcome. Oh, shit. An exclusive. All right, Tyler. 3D Realms. Where are they now? Um, I'm going to assume they were, they had to have been bought up by a much bigger company and then okay. put Duke Nukem into development hell. Okay. So I'm going to say they were bought by id. Okay. In March 2014, the company was acquired by SDN Invest. Oh, that's a second guess. A Danish holding company and part owner of Interceptor Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, they partnered with 3D Realms quite a bit, apparently, at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, 3D Realms started out as Apogee, as we as mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier, up until 1996. Uh, they became 3D Realms. Um, they are technically, even though they're acquired, uh, they're technically still um, going through legal disputes. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. The most recent one, they're like... Interceptor Entertainment is making games, games I haven't heard of. Bombshell, I don't know if you've heard of that one. Um, Ion, the hot sauce. Bombshell hot sauce. Ion, Ion, sorry, let me get this right. I always say Ion, but it doesn't work in this title. Ion Maiden, instead of Iron Maiden, (laughs) Ion Maiden, uh, which is a prequel to Bombshell. So uh, they announced that on February 28th, 2018. Mm -hmm. So there we go. Now would you like to take a call? Yeah. You want to play us out with some theme? It's catchy. That was, where are they now? (laughs) Perfect. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. All right, let's do this shit. Here is a phone call. I believe this is from, you guessed it, our beloved Adam. Tickle me Frank Stallone. (laughs) Here we go, Adam. You're, you're You're on the line. Just for the record, I'm not wondering if you would give Kenna the sex dress because of any weird reason. I, I just want to get that out there. What's up, Dad Hog? It's your beloved Adam. I just want to get that out of the way. I, I hung up my call. I was confident in it. And then all of a sudden, I had diarrhea feeling in my stomach because I thought, people are going to think I'm a freaking weirdo. The reason why I asked that is ship because has already every sailed, time Adam. you see your little girl wearing that dress, you'd want to have sex with your wife, which doesn't sound like a bad thing because it's like, yeah, sex with my wife. But it's like, you know, it's your kid. It's 
No, you lay in this pit. You lay in this pit you dug, Adam. For the record, Adam, uh, I did totally think that. And I think if you uh-huh. go back and like re-listen to... That was the implication in the question. <laughs> I mean, I, to- like, I totally 100% thought that, but... But, but I already always want to have sex with my wife, so your yeah, yeah. question is like a cow's opinion. It's, it's a, moved. It's a moot point. <laughs> but it was like one of those where it's like... I know he didn't mean it that way, but it was totally, it totally (laughs) did seem, it did 100% sound like it. Uh, If you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to the Home Alone episode, please. (laughs) I think it was that one. Yeah. You know what? Uh, This part of the phone call is for the screening service, whoever you may be. Uh, Just delete these two calls. Because even as I try to rationalize (laughs) my question, it sounds really creepy. So, um, if I need to kick in an extra dollar for Patreon you, you for you to just make these go... No, no, no. They're not going to go away. You seem to do it out of apology. Uh, I second <laughs> this. <laughs> away? Uh, I can do that. Just let me know somehow. Yes. I'll tell We're you live you know. on the air. You know do now. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you think Beloved Adam was like... Do you think last episode he heard that call and he was like, I specifically asked! <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Uh, no, 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 take the next call. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll call tomorrow uh, with a with a good a good call after I've slept on it and prayed about it and taken a really nice hot shower to wash off the weird. All right, thanks for doing what you do, call service. Uh, I, gosh, I hope I don't hear this on live, live <laughs> podcast. It's All pre-recorded, right. so you're I fine. Love <laughs> I, I love the call service. All right, bye. I think that needs to be the only call we take for this episode. <laughs> All right. We're running out of time, and that's a great, that's a nice way to that's end it. That's a good one to end on, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> we ended a saga with that call. Uh, I'm scrolling through the voicemail. It looks like Adam never calls us back never ever again. again. <laughs> Sadly, we never heard from Adam. And by that, I mean it's the, the next three calls. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and that YouTube. Yeah, totally. Uh, so to miss the next episode, Dave, what do you think? What do you think? All right, let's talk about this. Okay. We have not talked about this uh-uh, yet. Not at all. I'm going to go through the regular list uh-huh. that I've been going through. I'm, although I'm marking Garfield Cart, sadly, I'm marking it off the list because another podcast has beat us to it, and I need to uh, give some breathing. It's fine. It wasn't yeah, going to happen. Yeah. I don't feel like you were ever like, yeah, Garfield Cart. <laughs> so it's fine. Let's just say it's permanently off the list, and I wasted the $2 on Steam. <laughs> Which well, is well, I I almost bought it, but I got flagged for fraud. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Silent Hill Two is going to happen. That's going to be uh-huh. a thing. We got to get Miller involved. So that, but that's not going to be a next week mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, but well, it, it is it on. Takes much more planning. Than it's you. on the fucking list. Um, Edgelord Kyle has recommended Stinger. Uh, Gentle G has uh, requested Guardian Legend. Bad Dudes has been requested by Bailey, but we, we haven't. Need Bailey for that. We need Bailey for that, and we say this every time that we need to get in touch with her about it. Bailey, get in touch with us. How about that? Mm-hmm. You get mm-hmm. in touch with us. It's. I promise, it's not a list. Are you listening? Test and and not like <laughs> Drew. Tell Bailey. To get, no, 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 no. Bailey Drew, don't to. you tell her. Bailey, right. it's all Bailey. Keep, keep it secret. Keep it safe, Drew. Uh, uh, and then Dig Dougie uh, had recommended uh, Kabuki Quantum Fighter. Do any of those mm. sound tantalizing mm. to you? Not really. No? Mm-mm. Well, Kabuki Quantum Fighter, maybe, a little bit. 
out of that list. It's mm-hmm. probably uh, I've also got Wrecking Crew on here because I've never played it and I'd like to at some point. And um, a cool game called Minute, which is uh, something that would require purchase, but I do not think it is very expensive. Minute is like The Legend of Zelda, but you have one minute to live. Oh, uh, okay. And then you die, and then you restart. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Nothing jumps out. Nothing jumps out at me, but I'm also not particularly opposed to anything. Well, I guess this is our last episode. Yep, that's how it <laughs> ended. Uh, actually, um, would you mind doing a Todd Pog? Because I am playing a game currently, but I don't. I hate to throw you in on that game. What is it? Shining Force. The the final. I don't uh-huh. mind to do that, but I would kind of like to play it yeah. at some point. Okay. Um. We'll figure it out. I hate to I hate to end it without announcing it, but that's fine. Oh, well, we can do that. I, Kabuki Quantum Fighters did stand out to me a little bit. All right. You down to do that? Yeah. Okay. Let's Ka- do that. Kabuki Quantum Fighters. Kabuki Quantum Fighters. Sounds funny. Yeah. It's, right. it's a weird game. Okay. It is a weird game. Okay. I haven't played it, but it is a weird game. I do feel like... I don't, I don't think Dig Dougie would lead us astray. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think that there's a lot of weird shit in there that we could probably just have a fun time talking about. Okay. I hope. All right, sounds good. If not anything but the name. Hey, do you want to send us anything for an intro, maybe? Or, something, or just like a hot sauce you want to try? You know, whatever. Whatever. Oh, we do have uh, the Death Nut Challenge that we did receive. The a, Death Nut? The Death Nut Challenge. Uh-huh. And I believe that that came from, I believe that that came from Capsaicin Czar, Chris. Mm, so okay. um, if I am wrong, please correct me. Because uh, the package... I, I vaguely remember talking to him about that. The the package came in and it's in a black envelope and does not have anyone's name on it. So Ooh, okay. uh, it, it, it must have shipped directly from the death nut tree. Mm, perfect. But I want to, I, I want to save that for maybe a video or something because okay. I honestly do feel like the hot stuff should be in video format. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. really and truly. And I like how Phil's what stated that the Patreon videos are just basically like people giving us money to eat gross shit to make us sick like elementary school. Yeah. And I, I'm so I'm kinda glad you brought that up because mm-hmm. when I saw that on Tadpog Nation, I had a moment of you stole my joke from four fucking years ago. <laughs> but it's cool. We're friends, so I'm just gonna not like or comment on this post. <laughs> Uh, but you want if you want to send us something, send it to Tadbog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box three seven eight five, Paducah, Kentucky four two zero zero two. Absolutely. And if you want to bypass our uh, very expensive streaming uh, uh, call um, service, call. What am I trying to say? Our very expensive call screening call service. screening service. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Wow, the word screening. <laughs> Vanish from my vocabulary. Boy, boy, people, people filtration, people voice. Coffee, you know, the, uh. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was getting there. Uh, you can call us at 270-883-2555. Uh, try to leave your voicemail under three minutes if you can and um, ask about dresses. Mm-hmm. There's a yeah. personal request. I'll forget about that. <laughs> um, also, you can find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash tadpog. 
There's a lot of cool people there doing a lot of cool shit. But the really cool people are on the Tadpog Nation mm, Facebook group mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, where we are much more lewd. Uh, but if you want to know, like, when episodes are coming out and when streams are happening, like, the main Facebook page is a good place, too. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. We are at Tadpog underscore podcast. It's cucumbersome, I realize. Uh, big thank you to everybody who continues to retweet us. That is very, very cool. fucking cool. Yeah. And we do appreciate it. Uh, I know it sounds lame, but it does help spread the word. Um, also, iTunes reviews. Um, if you think we're doing a good job, and by if you've gotten to this part in the podcast, you probably do. Uh, it, leave us a five star review on iTunes. Yeah. That is the biggest marketplace, and uh, it really does help. Uh, if you want to, um, hey, we'll even Instagram Tadpog underscore podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you want to buy a Tadpog shirt, we have those shirts.tadpog.com. Yeah, shirt, 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 everybody, shirt, 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 shirt. And if you buy a shirt. And take a picture of you wearing that shirt. Put it on the Tadpog Nation group. We'll get you up in the yeah up in the banner. Michael, put you up in that banner. So you know what it go. reminds me of um, on homemade uh, homemade porn subreddits. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be banner requests where uh, someone will take a photograph, typically of herself, mm-hmm. and make a post. Have you heard of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll make a post, uh, and the title will be banner request. They want to be immortalized. On the banner of that mm. subreddit, you can be immortalized on <laughs> Tadpog Nation Facebook group. Yeah. You just got to buy a shirt, take a photo of yourself, mm-hmm. fucking post it. Like, or, I mean, fully clothed or semi-nude like Kyle Collins recently. Yeah, I don't think he's been added to the, uh, I don't think he's been added to the banner we yet. We got to put him up. We got to yeah, add, add that picture. I think it's because Exalted Lord Micah Perdue is the one who normally mm-hmm. handles that. So, thank you. Thank you very much, Micah. But he is on his honeymoon right now. Oh, yeah. So, I don't think... It's no excuse for not having Kyle's dick <laughs> up look, on the banner. You know, look at naked Kyle. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think that's all we got. Yep, we got a Patreon. Patreon. If you like this episode, if you think we're doing a good job and you want to support us, you can do that at patreon.com slash tatpog. You chip in, a, as of right now, you chip in a dollar, you get access to all the bonus episodes we've done, bonus videos of us eating hot shit, uh, and all the bonus material that we'll do in the future as long as you remain a donor. I know we've been saying this a lot. We are going to be adding tiers um, for the people who donate more than a dollar. Mm-hmm. I'm just not ready to pull the trigger on it yet mm-hmm. uh, for a few different reasons, but we'll, we'll, we will get there, I promise. Yeah. Um, let's see. Our theme song is Moved by Sigmore Drive and Patrick. And found in the show notes at Tadbog.com. I haven't closed it out, Dave. Um... I think we should let I think we should let Duke Nukem close it out for us. Pretty good. Or we should do it as Duke Nukem. All right. And then play the thing that Duke William got for us. It's a bumper that oh, we yeah. don't know how to use yet. Yeah, but it's on there. It's amazing. It is amazing. And thank you again. That's honestly that's why we're doing this episode. Yep. Is yep. because Duke William got that for us. Yeah. Right. And we were like, oh yeah, Duke Seth Toast. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So until next time. Tropical Capricorn. Sexist comment. <laughs> the name's Nukem, Duke Nukem, and you're listening to Tadpog Podcast because it's cool. <laughs> <laughs>